Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd If he says potato salad or swear to God Those expressions are comedic, little darling If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt Todd's almost always joking when he says edit it out The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted Other podcasts in before him Shows are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the podcasters association voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Well, well, well. <sighs> you hear it thundering out there? How you doing? Well, I'm going to be in Portland. You know who's going to be in Portland playing? Joe McKenzie. Jingle Joe. And on the uh, drums, Gingle Glenn. One time, I know I told this story before, it's okay. Chris Burton goes, wait, if you're Jingle Joe, and then you introduce this to your friend Glenn, he goes, that must be Gingle Glenn. And that's when we had a brain scan done for his head. <laughs> um, so Joe McKenzie will be part of the Todd Glass Band. And it's going to be unbelievable. Except he can't do Saturday. He just does Thursday and Friday. But uh, Gingle Glenn, he'll be there on Saturday. And we're hoping to get a new keyboard guy to fill in for Joe for one night. I hope. And then I wanted to say one more thing to you fine people. 
Um, how are you? Great. Go fuck yourself. What? Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I have an edgy show. I don't give a shit. I'm not like other shows. They're so afraid. I don't give a shit because I'm cool. Nah, it's just like that. I'm not trying. No, I can't even help it. It's just whatever. So anyway, uh, Eric Olson is sitting over there. Hello. Doing, stretching and cracking his neck and Nick Lipa is here. Oh my God, so rude. But in Minneapolis, I'm st- I'm looking for starting to look for. It's like the, look if you live in Minneapolis and you you know you can maybe want to try to be the two piece band that I work with when I'm in that fine city of yours with the best comedy club on the planet. No bullshit, Acme Comedy Club. So like I want keyboards and drums, but I want you to know each other like someone you know. Sometimes someone will call me. I play keyboards. I don't know any drummers, but I don't want to team two people up that don't know each other. Keyboards and drums. And, I, and it's like I always say, I'll figure out what you know and try to work around it. But if you're, you know, a good good keyboard player, you don't even have to be great. Drums, most people are good on the drums. That, that email me, I've never had a bad drummer. Well, there was that one kid, but he was only 11. He tried to bullshit me, tell me he was 13 when I hired him. I'm joking. Aren't I allowed to joke anymore? So everything's good. So act me, yes. It's it's like the th- second week in September. You look on their website or mine and it shows it. So email me at Tide Glass Comedy and say, you know what, I need a little more information, but this sounds like something I could do. Don't be stupid. Don't fuck a good opportunity up. Well, I hope you're happy now. Um, enjoy the show. Oh, it's Jimmy Pardo, and oof. it's so enjoyable. I figured out what I'm going to do the next time I have Jimmy Pardo on. I'm just going to think of 15 things that I want his opinion on. <laughs> That's going to be the show, and I'm going to have a buzzer. I want to ask him, is this show good? What do you think of this comic? What's the most overrated food? Oh, I'm so professional. I'm planning questions because I'm a goddamn journalist. People don't get it. I take this shit seriously. All right, I don't want to overreact. By the way, I did go to Jimmy Pardo's party, and it was so much fun. I went with Eric Olson. And just a great group. Everybody was friendly. That says a lot about somebody. The type of people that gather around them. Who did they choose? You know, it was really just a great group. Everybody was nice and approachable and talking to everybody. I don't mean to. No, I do mean to. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. There was a cake, and we all st- I started chanting. I love ice cream cake. I started to say, but I knew it wasn't an ice cream cake. 
And then I had everyone go, we love ice cream cake. We love ice cream cake. And they are both going, no, 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 it's not an ice cream cake. But then at one point they knew we knew it wasn't. So they sort of played, they were just laughing. And then she really loud, she goes, everybody, it's not an ice cream cake. But, but she knew at that point. And then we all started going, boo, boo. And Paul Gilmartin goes, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> So funny. By the way, when they said it's not ice cream cake, I'm asking now genuinely. She knew at that point that we, we, we knew it wasn't ice cream cake, or did she really think? I didn't hear her say that. Oh. I just remember her, her. being embarrassed about the chant because she knew it wasn't. Yeah, at one point maybe they really did think that we thought it was ice cream cake, <laughs> and maybe she. I'm not sure at this point, but either way, it's funny. But she might have just been actually just letting everybody know. She's like, hey, guys, it's not ice cream cake. <laughs> and then we're like, boo, boo. But it was a beautiful cake, and I didn't want it to be like we ruined the cake, but they were, they were laughing. Anyway, of course they were laughing. What do I hang out with, uh, the regular people? These are not regular people. They laugh at stuff. I listen, you are just so great, Okay. I'm on LSD, man. I'm so cool. I don't even think about how cool I am. No, I can't help it. It's like, it's just, if I'm just doing nothing, it's like, what? Just that's, you know, it's like, so I guess it's because I don't care or something. That's what somebody told me. They're like, you look like you don't care. I'm like, oh, I go, whatever. I'm not even thinking about it. It's like, I'm just walking around. I'm not thinking about what I'm doing. Am I being cool? Am I not being cool? I'm just like, Oh, yeah, let's just chill out. Whatever that ends up being. All right, I got to shut the fuck up and throw to the show. I have to... What the fuck? <laughs> I thought I erased it. All right, everybody, enjoy the show. Go be... Goodbye. Now entering Nerdist.com. James Adomian here. Who gives a shit, right? Eddie Pepitone comes in and complains. Oh, Jen Kirkman. Oh, I'm writing a book.
I am writing a book. I'd like to talk about it. Are you really writing no. a book? No. <laughs> no. Hey. We're going to be great. There's going to be a good energy here. It's going to be great. Can I say this out of the box? Yeah. I don't know whether to be jealous or furious at that song. I, I really don't know how to feel about it. Play it again. No, God, no, no, that's no, the last no, thing no. I need. Go ahead, play it again. Go, uh, go. I'm kidding. See, I know comedy. I, funny to act like you're going to play it, mm. not plan, funny to play it all the way through. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. Sure you will. i got to hear myself. i got to put the headphones on. I can't sure, hear me too. I, I, can't, I'm yelling or I could sound completely different. I don't know without the headphones on. Oh, uh, yeah, back to the Todd Glass show. What if that's how feminine you were, but you didn't realize it, but when you put your headphones on, you changed? You're like, well, our guest is Jimmy Pardo. It's going to be fun tonight. So we got just a lot of stuff to <laughs> I'd love it. All right, so listen. These aren't on. They're not on? That's embarrassing. There's something, Aristotle. Well, I'm not kidding around. <laughs> this doesn't happen on my show. It doesn't. Uh, check, now, check. Check, it, check. It just doesn't sound good. Is this the nerdest way? <laughs> <laughs> Is this it? Does the, all of Hardwick's money go towards his program? Can I ask you a question? Honestly, are I, you? I, I are, can't hear you. Oh, yes, you can. You're standing two feet from me. <laughs> I, there we go. Thank you, Aristotle. Thank you. Whatever you just did. Uh, I think it might be cord-related. Can you do me a favor and I wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! What, do you want me to take that, turn the phone off? You thought it was cord-related. You want me to turn the phone off? <laughs> you guy, you try to act like you know what you're talking about. Like he's going to go, it is cord-related. Well, what it, isn't cord-related? It looked cord-related to me. And, uh, well, look, Aaron's coming over. I like when he gets up. It looks like What are you doing? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? He turned your headset. Can you take your keys to your car and put them in that box? Uh, I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. I, I apologize. I forgot that you're out of your mind. No, no, no. I want to... You let's... know, we just talked about you in uh, Philadelphia. Whoa, what did you say? I was on stage, and uh, and I forget what I said. I, I was doing something about the bouncer or whatever, and then I said, uh, and then, uh, then we'll put a curtain over here, and we'll do this, and I'm Todd Glass. <laughs> and uh, we all get a nice charge out of it. Jimmy Pardo, you are long overdue. Long overdue. But Jimmy Pardo, you are finally all right, listen. So I want to talk about one thing, and then we're going to go. It's going to be free form. I, I'm going to listen to it. No, no. You, no, no. I want you to have your headphones on. You could chime in. And you never know when you have an idea to chime in with something. Um, so I, but in the room tonight is we, we, did, we did this together. So it's a good way to introduce who's here and tell a story about us. And then I, have a, I did something for you. Joe made a thing for you. Who did? I, Joe. Joe. Lyricist Joe. Jingle Joe. The guy who does all the music for the show. So with very short notice. Nobody goes, listens to this. No, no, the no. The production values are amazing. It's no. like people can't. We're voted number one by the Podcast Association of America. PAA? P- <laughs> <laughs> Don't we have something that proves that? No, we were voted. This is true. We were voted number one by the podcast says, you can make shit up. No one's what people are going to check it. The, the last show with Todd Glass. No, that's not it. Fuck. I hate when shit doesn't go right. And it's nobody's fault. It's human so, error. It's human error. Even look at me. Some weeks I don't do 100% on this podcast. I'm not always at my best. I know people go, no, no, no. You, you know what, though? Your podcast, I'm going to tell you this, at its worst, is still fucking great. Are we talking to me? Yeah. I'm saying Th- your think- podcast, what you think is your worst show, is still fucking great. I'm not saying you don't. I get it. We all have shows. But it just. I don't know if we do. But I hear what you're, I, hear, <laughs> I understand what you're getting at. But, well, uh, I feel that way about, you know, might not like the category I put you in. But, like, even with Eddie, Eddie Pepitone, Andy Kindler, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're <laughs> why are you making a piece? Like, they're, they never have a bad show to me because just if it's going good, it's going good. If it's going good, they'll get annoyed. It's not going good. And no matter what, I'm going to fucking love it. Is it uncomfortable to get a compliment like I that? I don't care for compliments. I know. It's uncomfortable, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on then. So, um, so this will tell a story about, I'm nervous that you're here. 
me, Jimmy Pardo? Well, not in a fun game. Or the Alaskans. You, you, no, the Alaskans. You, because I want to, like, I don't want to be too much like, oh, I'm doing my show. Do you your know? show, do your stick, do what you do at the gymnasium. How Make bad. me laugh, dance, do your thing. So we know them because we did a show in Alaska. Yeah, we love it. And they brought us up many years ago. I want people to know who's here. So um, Dana is here, and Dana is married to Jerry. And then there's Glenner. We call you Glenner. Is that yeah. technically your name? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so uh, they originally, they have a radio show that they've been doing for 32 years, and they started bringing up comedians. And my memory is it that T.J. Mark Water, but no. th- it's Mark Walter, T.J. Mark Walter, brought, uh, so we went up, and it's one night it's in one place, and one night it's in another place. A lot of times that ends up being not good. Because every night, but he went everywhere, and it was great because he went, he made sure it was done right, he showed up to every job, he picked you up at the hotel. So even though it was at a different place every night, it was consistency because he was there, and you knew somebody would open up and You're do a job. You're talking about Jerry. Yeah, Jer- so, Jerry was there. Well, Glenner didn't do anything, and that's what Jerry always complained about. Remember, we'd be uh, the joke. Well, remember your impersonation of you'd be you'd be Glenner complaining about him. <laughs> well, you may be like, oh, I can't take it anymore. You used to make me laugh so hard. Remember that? You'd be like, oh, uh, Jerry, just, you know, I, I do, uh, I, I well, forgot the bit. Well, the Glenner's guy, I don't do it anymore. I used to do a really good surfer impression, and that's kind of what Glenner sounds like. You know, yeah. from Alaska. Yes. And, uh, you know, all your better surfers, uh, you know, head north. Right. And so, Jerry would complain that Glenn didn't do anything. Yeah, the two of them, I don't know. Behind I, our back. The, behind fa- their... the fact that they're here together on it's a It's crazy, vacation, right? It's insane to me. <laughs> It's crazy because they always say, oh, fuck, man, I'm carrying him. And right. Oh, Glenner's lazy. Glenner doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. And then, But then Who's Jerry it? would all be like, oh, look at Glenn. You know, uh, Glenner's out there uh, getting laid. He's handsome and sexy. Exactly. And he, he got ate him up a little bit. Very much That's so. That's why when he got married, he said that was the best day of my life when he met Dana because I knew that he would be happy. And I didn't have, you know, he couldn't hit, uh, I don't know. Why is this bit going horribly wrong? Don't you have run from the bit that could save me from? I have a jingle I made just for when I'm in a bit and it's not going anywhere. For me, and do you have it? I'm going to ask you everything you don't have tonight until you punch me in the fucking <laughs> face. Um, so that's who's here tonight. Now that's good, and we're excited to see them. And you couldn't even believe it. You're like, what? Like they're here? I got very excited. You I, did because we. I, I did the Alaska gig, maybe two two to three times by myself, and then the last time I was up there was with you. And uh, they brought us up together. In we w- did it in weird. You, are you including the time we did it in weird places? I'm including the one, the one and only time we went to Alaska. Together, Where we got Todd. snowed in. <laughs> we didn't get snowed in. We got fogged in. Oh, fogged. <laughs> we got fogged. <laughs> in. We got fogged in on the Aleutian Islands. I, I don't mind retelling this story on my podcast because my listeners have not heard it. Although probably some have on your show, obviously. But the two things. No, that's not. Is it funny, Dana? How about if I come over there and punch you in your face? See, that's a lady. Well, I got equal rights. You kick them. You kick. <laughs> Say you kick him again, we'll edit this thing. Give him a drum hit on that, and you'll never hear the first one. Say it if you don't mind. Just the, the kick, kick him part? Yeah. We'll yeah. take it from there? Yeah. You kick him! Yay! <laughs> come on! Look at Aristotle. Uh, He's right on the mic. He's right. waiting there. I understand. Um, so uh, oh, so uh, the, the thing, two things, because you want is do the guy. You never know what someone's position is there by their twang in their voice, you know? So someone will come up to you after this a show. Is, this is when we were stuck on the Aleutian Islands. Yes. And we, we had already done... Uh, maybe Fairbanks. Fairbanks, that's not right. What did we do first? Anybody remember? We did Fairbanks first. And then we went, we were going to do the Aleutian Islands one show. And then we, to come back to Anchorage, is that possible? Yeah. And then so we, we, so we go to the Aleutian and we shared a plane with the cargo. Like it was like, it was like four seats. It was a real size, a regular size yeah. plane with just like four seats. And then the rest of it was cargo. Right. To go to the Aleutians for those uh, weirdos that live on that island. <laughs> and so we go over there, and beautiful weather. We land comfortably. 
We go to the hotel. We do the show. Let's call it average at best. And uh, and then we wake up the next day to uh, to fly out, and uh, the the one flight a day is canceled because of the fog. Right. So we're stuck on the island. But the island's beautiful. Like, there's nothing wrong on the island. They just can't fly. And I made a joke one quick, one time real quick. They, we, our joke was because we couldn't get off the island. I don't want to forget this detail. that they, they didn't they – because every day we're fogged in, we're fogged in. There was a woman behind the desk, and she had literally – it was a wig. It was a creative thing, an orange wig. Yeah. And he goes, you know what they do? But I don't see her. I, I got my back to her. Jimmy goes, you know what they do if you try to sneak off the island? He goes, this is true. They dye your hair orange, and that way they can capture you. They can catch you. The next time I turn around, I'm like, bah! You know when you laugh? Like, so, you laugh right in your oh. face. Oh, oh that's, that's got to be cable related. So, but you've got you to jump ahead. What happened I'm was sorry. we were stuck on the – we wanted to leave the Illusion Island, and they went, uh, you can't get out. And so then uh, Jerry called – we call up Jerry. We said we can't, you know, we can't get back to do Anchorage or whatever we were going to do. And he said – maybe it was, it was going to be two nights in Anchorage, right? I believe it was one in the Illusion and then two in Anchorage. And then, so we couldn't get out night, uh, day one. And uh, Jerry's like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Okay. And then he calls back and, uh, and he goes, well, you know what? We might have you guys do a second show at the Illusion Islands. And you and I admitted we were lucky to get through one of them. We were lucky to get through. And nobody came in or off the island because there's no flights. So it'll be the same 37 people. <laughs> so then you say, uh, hey, look, uh, you, I don't want to do the show. You don't want to do the show. Let's play good cop, bad cop. Uh, I'll be a good cop. I'll say, hey, that'll be cool to uh, do a show. But then, Jimmy, you be bad cop and say, uh, my contract says one city only, and I'm not going to I don't remember do. this part. You, so, I swear to God. And I was like, I go, yeah, that makes sense. Good cop, bad cop. I'll play it off. And Jerry will cave. He'll say, yeah, you don't have to do a show. So we play good cop, bad cop. It goes great for you. You're good cop. Hey, Todd's fun. Todd wants to do the show. Isn't that great, Todd? And then, but fucking Jimmy... He's refusing to do the show. Well, what if so I, then I, I get a call from Glenner. I get a call from, uh, from Jerry. you got to do the show, man. All of a sudden, Jerry's put my balls to the fan. <laughs> and he's like, he goes, hey, I'm paying you, man. you got to do the show. And I'm like, and I still think we're doing good cop, bad cop. And I'm like, I go, no, nah, I, I, I'm not going to do it. Todd can do it on his own, but I'm not going to do it. Well, that's fine then. He's going to get all the money. Jerry's playing fucking hardball. And I'm doing a bit to try to save you from doing a fucking show a second Can I time. be honest with you? I, our audience will make their decision. But to George Carlin, that doesn't mean I'm right. It means I'm not lying. I could remember wrong, though. Yeah. That George Carlin doesn't mean that. Just to my honest ability, I th- doesn't it seem like it makes sense I know, you know, that I might have just not mind? Because I'm a ham. I would have done another show. Don't you, you seem like the guy that would be like my contract more than me? No, well, maybe more. No, you hang a curtain <laughs> to separate yourself from, uh, you know, that's a, not, is that an the oscillating word, fan. Is that the word out on the street? Because that's not. <laughs> what? You, oh, that fan's making noise. Let's hang a that's curtain. That's not even. Do you believe that? that I, believe it? I've seen it. I've oh seen it. I had, to go in, I had to go to this bar in the Aleutian Islands and you had to reset the tables. Well, because I wanted them closer to the stage. That's not putting a curtain in between a fan. I think you make it sound a little feminine, to be honest. And it's not like that. I don't know if that's a feminine. Well, no, no, putting it, curtains up with it, fans? It, it, it sounds not. like Liberace at best. <laughs> <laughs> then, and then, if you remember, Greg, then, I said, then Jerry said, and why did you put a candelabra on the piano last night? But, <laughs> remember, and then Jerry's mad at me about candelabras. I do remember this. Wait, hang on. So then, we, so then we're stuck on the Aleutian Islands day one. And I, said, and I finally cave because I'm not really fighting it. Right, I'm just being a good cop, bad cop, uh, and we're both. Admittedly, we're like, I don't know if we can do a show for the same people. I swear I'll make this quick, just so it gives the full understanding of it, because it keeps getting, it does get, you know, harder and harder. At one point, we're stuck in there one night. We you should enjoy. It. We're snow. We're we're fogged in. Yeah. They had a really nice restaurant. We went. We ate dinner. Yeah, beautiful. And then it got like we're like, okay, now we're ready to fuck. Now we're go. ready to go, and we can't yeah. get out a, a second day. We're stuck on the Aleutian Island another day. Uh, hey, they're fogged in again. But they would always go, hey, there might be a window to fly. 
be ready. So they'd go, we're going to do it. And they'd race us to the airport. We'd get to the airport. And go, nah, no dice, guys. We'd all get off the train. We'd get back on the shuttle, back to the hotel. Right. But stand by. It could happen. Uh, attention. There's, there will be a flight in the 40 minutes. We all run to the shuttle, get back on, get to the airport. Uh, no dice. Back to the hotel. And then at one point, we got there, and there was a guy who probably knew the lay of that land better than us. Because they're like, okay, we got just because they made us get in the tram car or whatever, that, the shuttle, and go to the airport. No, we're not stupid. We know that's, that's just we, once we get there, then they cancel it. So we got there, and they didn't. They go, okay, we're now boarding. The guy turns to us, he goes, this ain't plane ain't taking off. <laughs> Remember that? He goes, we're like, well, obviously this guy's being negative. And then we, they go, okay, they open the door, and we all got on the plane. He goes, this plane ain't taking off. Sure enough, they make us get off the plane. I remember. We're like, shut the fuck up. This guy knew. He knows. You ain't getting off this island. Remember the way they would oh, talk when they oh, came okay. up and they liked your show? So that was it. Yeah, to get back to that, they would all come up and they go, I got to tell you, so, you know, we, we went to one, we went to the first night, we saw the second night. The way that you two guys improvise, I mean, we've never seen people, all, you're doing that off the top of your head, I've never seen anything like that. And then I would say, oh, you, what do you do here on the I, island? I'm the doctor. <laughs> You'd be like, that's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like, what do you do? I'm the governor. I'm the governor. No, I've never, see, I've never seen anything like I said to my wife, I said, have you ever slapped your knee so damn hard? Look at it. Two fellas doing what they call comedy. What do you do here? I'm in the, the attorney. <laughs> I was always, there no was always, it was always high end jobs. Yes. Like smart guys, but they all sounded like Billy's in Alaska. Yeah. Oh. We finally got off the island. And that was the running joke, like you said. Yep. The running joke was uh, we're never getting off You did forget island. one more thing. What did I forget? Because it fires you up. Remember the guy literally had to be 88 to 92. Asked if you were in the war with him. We were there on the anniversary, with the, maybe it was the 60th anniversary of the Aleutian invasion. Whatever it was. It was some anniversary of the Aleutian Islands. And, we, and we're on the shuttle from the airport to the hotel, which, by the way, is a, a shorter ride than this story's taken. Like, you would get on a shuttle. We go, where are we going? We're a hotel. And, like, you could literally, I could have ran to the hotel faster than the, than the bus took us. And, by the way, he's not exaggerating. Like, it's, it's, it was, you could see it. But you could we... see it, but you'd have to hop a 10-foot fence, and that seemed like a hassle, so you took the shuttle. So, I'm on the sh- we're on the shuttle. Todd and I get off. We get off on the illusions. You know they're they're unpacking crates and fish and whatever the hell else they're doing. <laughs> oh my spears, fish all over everything. Too. I forgot about that. So we uh, and this old guy with a, you know one of those vet hats. You know they, they'll let you know he's a vet. He's proud. He's one of the, he's a proud vet. And he goes, uh, he looks over and uh, at me and Todd. And, and I forget what the first thing he said, but he goes, uh, "You here for the anniversary?" And I go, uh, I go, I go, uh, no, no, I'm not, sir. And he goes, uh, uh, what? No, first thing he said, what, what, uh, what platoon were you in? And I go, I go, oh no, I wasn't. And he goes, are you not here for the anniversary? <laughs> I go, no, 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 I'm not. And he goes, uh, what are you yellow? <laughs> I, go, I, go, I go, no, sir, I'm, I'm literally 50 years younger than you. You look like you were 25 at that point. Right, yeah. you, you look young now. You look, very, but then it was like it was ridiculous. You literally could have been in your late 20s. And he's like, I was 29. I was probably 29 yeah, years old. And you looked five years younger than that. And and, <laughs> and and this guy comes over and he goes, "What are you? What are you? What? Even I was like, sir, I don't care if he's 90. At one point, you have to go, sir. What the fuck? <laughs> really? Do you? I mean, come on. Maybe you should stay home. I was respectful hey, to the guy because he's an old man and one of the last survivors of the Aleutian invasion. Well, and, get some uh, bed rest. Oh yeah, just put him to bed. I would. I would put him to sleep. I would have put him. To we'll bed. be back. Wow. I want it to be so cold in here. I want it to be so cold in here. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you, now again, I don't know if we ever mentioned this, but I did find something today that um, you might remember. Uh, Todd's coma. Well, we probably talked about it before, but I found Jimmy played my best friend in a show where I was in a coma, and all it was dream sequences. Yeah. And then the odd thing was that when it got sold to uh, 
uh, Ruth, uh, Adam Sandler's company, you had to read. For, I, I get that, the ironic of that now, for your own part. Which was, I had to read for the role of Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> right, literally. <laughs> and didn't get it. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know who got it. I, don't, I will never watch it. Let's play him in in the house. Again, I don't know whether to be impressed or, or angry at the production values. I, 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 I'm jealous. Do you want that to be your ringtone? <laughs> no, I do not. No. Would you be that guy? <laughs> no. I. No, I don't like that. Can I ask you a question? I'm going to be honest with you. You want to? And you want You have a question. You want honesty from both of us on this? Well, yeah, because play this song here, right here. I don't know what. I want to ask you. I wrote down Wait, a few. Put things. the paper closer to the f- uh, fire. Oh, yeah, here's me. Talk. Oh yeah, this is a great show. <laughs> anyway, now you guys are fucking idiots. A guy yelling at everybody while the papers on fire. Every fucking one of you don't know what you're doing here, and I can't take it every week. Stupid idiots! I got to work with. I got a fucking list here. Nobody listens to anything I do, and it's ridiculous. No, you're all fucking idiots. I got this here. I forgot to do. If somebody here would fucking pay attention once in a while, I'd have a. Oh shit! There we go. Oh my god, that may be in the top. 17 funniest thing you've ever done. guy with this thing on fire. He's re- all his notes are on fire. He's yelling at everybody that works with him because they're... I found this song. Can you play the dog song? Did you write this? And I'm being totally serious. You want to know if I wrote this? I- I'm being totally serious. You know I've written some, some songs. I do know. That's the only reason we gave it some validity. It could be a different Jimmy Pardo. We didn't know. I see. I'm listening. It does sound like you. Okay, let me hear it. Yeah, this could be me. Oh, you know already? This could be... It could be... Yesterday I walked along a tree-lined avenue Just thinking of the one I loved And suddenly I knew there was dog shit on my shoe Is this dog you? Dog shit on my shoe Ooh-wee, how diggity there's dog shit on my shoe I heard it off I, the year was 1996 Oh, this is you. This is me, and I had just moved to Los Angeles You seem embarrassed I'm not embarrassed at all, I'm a little, I, I can't believe you found it Here's what happened <laughs> I I moved to Los Angeles, and I'm just a comic like you, man. I met you at the Improv in 95, 96. I did. I moved here in 95. I had a t- 95 was rough. I was still drinking a lot. I was, uh, I'd go to the Improv. I'd get, I would get boozed up. I would drive home. I'm very unsafe. I admit it now. Uh, but I wasn't getting jobs because I was drunk and bloated. So what I would do is I would, I would get drunk, and I would sit. at, at uh, I had an old uh, an upright piano in my uh, apartment. 
And I just, because I wasn't getting any gigs, because I wasn't pleasant to the eye on camera, just started writing songs. And I looked out one day, this honest. I, Oh, you're being honest. To George Carlin. Oh, sure. To use your phrase. No, you can't say that. To your phrase. No, you to can't your say phrase. that. George Goebel. To Kelly Carlin. To Kelly Carlin. Now you can, yeah. I, uh, I look out the window one day, and uh, uh, Denise was the, uh, the manager of the, of the apartment complex I lived in right over there. It was on Weddington. Wow. And uh, I saw her walking. She said, there's some dog shit. And I just, and I, tick, 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 and I just start tickling on the ivories. Man. I just start tickling, man. And then you wrote a song about right. dog shit. Hung over, drunk, bloated. Oh, hey, I freaked I walked alone. I can't get that. Oh, you, you know it. Of course I know it. And suddenly I knew there was dog shit on my shoe. Oh. And dog shit on my shoe. Everybody looking at it going, dog shit on my shoe. I tried to wipe it off. And then I, I would just keep going. You would just rip. Of course. And then I recorded. I went to a booth at Universal uh, Studios. Not, not the studios themselves. The City Walk. They would have that thing where, like, you could record a song, and they said, uh, uh, you know, do you want to record, like, a, it's like karaoke. You could record a song. Sure. And I said, and so you get an A side and a B side. So for the A side, I did the uh, Wind Beneath Our Wings, uh, Wind Beneath My Wings. Oh, okay. I did that on the A, and they said, what do you want for the B? And I said, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to do an original. I'd like to do Dog Show on a Shoe. I told him today, I go, I don't know if I asked him if he wrote it, but I made a bet that I go, he'll say, yeah, I wrote it. I, or you could go, well, I'm not talking about that song. I didn't know what you would do. Oh, I go, uh, I'm a yes and guy. I'll play along with your bit. What do you think of the improv uh, yes and? Is that a dated thing? Now no. it could be anything. No and shut up. Or no and let's end this whole group. Let No and let's plan things out. What about that for an improv group? No, let's take some time and write out a funny sketch and give something better to these people. I wrote that bit from Andy Kindler. I was going to say, that sounds like a Kindler yeah. No, and maybe we should think about this and maybe hey. not enter into such a rush to do comedy for people when we could take time and do something better. Yes, Jimmy. Question here, if I may. Yes, I and I have you. a question for you. Have you driven past the world-famous improvisation? Now, you and I both have a history at the improvisation on Melrose Avenue. Yeah, are you going to get me in trouble? Have you driven past and see the new marquee? No, they, I haven't. They have a new, they, they new high-tech uh, electric sign. And uh, I have to admit, I was a little, uh, a little uh, nostalgic for the old one. I got a little, uh, a little uh, sad. Well, here because remember seeing your name up on the improv, yeah, your name up there for the first time. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. Here's all I would hope that they put it up in the courtyard, which is what I heard they might do. I didn't hear anything about that because no. all I did was drive past. Yeah, that's what I heard because I, I, I had heard the same thing, and then Rita said that they might put that up in the courtyard. But yeah, I know because there's a way to. I always say they, they should. Uh, they, they're supposed to, uh, what's that place called where they make a big deal about Elvis's pants? Planet Hollywood. Mm. They, they pl- I say... Oh, that's a place... <laughs> that's your touchstone for Planet Hollywood? Well, you know what I mean. Like, oh, that was uh, Janis Joplin's clogs. Th- that's the hard rock, by the way. The hard oh, the hard rock. Hard rock is music. The hard rock. Planet I'm Hollywood sorry. is your... Uh, uh, hard rock. Hard rock. That's Janet Jackson's clogs, and they frame them. And, but you know what? If she wore them, and some of that's truth, it, uh, there's soul in that. You know, Mick yeah. Jagger's guitar for 10 years or whatever... The improvs should do that. I don't. I believe yes. Take it to the next century, and things have to grow, and things have to change, and things have to. I get it. You can't walk in there the rest of your life. But why not plant hard rock the fuck out of the place? If there's a picture of Jay Leno standing there smoking a pipe, and that corner still exists there, blow it up to fifty feet, and hard rock it. Take things and, and yeah. But instead, they fucking put a picture of a chocolate, big giant chocolate milk in the. Remember those weird pictures they had in there for a while? They're getting. They're, they're fixing it majorly now, but. I think some of that stuff they don't want to take down. They should fucking make a big deal about it. I don't it. disagree with you. That's, it's a land. That's, there's it's an history. institution. It's an institution. That's why Chicago, do you, you want me to, are you afraid, do you, do, you not, do you not like talking about zanies in Chicago? 
I'll talk about Dangerous Chicago. Uh, what do you, what do you, well, I have a problem. Why do you have a problem? A major problem. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> what is that? Let me say it. I'll tell you why, because I have a problem. I have a major problem. What, what is that? I have a major problem. <clears throat> uh. Uh. I don't, am I, I, don't, I don't know why I was doing it to you. you I thought you were playing them You have me. to know that I, I don't have no. I thought you were playing the jingles for a while. I smoke a lot. Um, yeah, no. I, you literally were staring at me with and pointing with anger that I wasn't Here's playing why the I was music. trying to do it. I don't have the controls. I'll tell you why it worked. It didn't work because this, but it's not your fault either, uh, Aaron. Because the music cue didn't come on. Because if it did, it wasn't that I wanted you to play the music. It's that I wanted to be like that to you. Well, try it again and play it. Ready? Here we go. So, I do have a problem with Zanies, and I'll tell you what it is. Would you, would you be honest if that made sense? Can I ask you Oh, a you're question? just looking to pick. <laughs> is this show videotaped and I'm not aware of it? No. There's a lot of video production for a show that's for radio. Guess what? People imagine it and the power of ima- the theater, theater of the mind. mind. Theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. People yeah. love saying it, but let me tell you something. They still don't know what it means. You paint a picture. Everybody thinks they go, yeah, theater of the mind. I get it. I get it. I get it. No, you fucking don't. And I'll tell you why. That's why when I'm in the studio and people go, oh, you should be shooting this. Elements of it I don't mind, but I like that people sit home and they see pictures of it on Facebook. But then if we're doing a bit, they know where we're at. They know there's bubbles. They know there's smoke. Everybody's version is probably a little different, but I'm all right with it. I'm all right with a lot of uh, theater of the mind. That's why books are always better because um, – ah, who gives a shit? <laughs> boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Shut up. What's my favorite quality? What, what do you like best about me? Uh, Be honest. Awareness. What do you mean? When did you fall in love with me? (laughs) (laughs) The first couple times I saw you do comedy, it was not my cup of tea. And I did not understand it at all. I said, oh, that's great. He's got the smoke on both sides. Oh, no. But I cleaned up. But didn't I grow out of that shitty phase? Fifteen years later. I know. Well, (laughs) well, you grew out of it. At least I did. No, no. Of course, I'm kidding. Uh, You and me and Kindler and some other folks at the Omnipop, we were like this little uh, group of misfits that would... Uh, kill and nobody gave a shit. Like <laughs> it, it would be it would, that's the truth. We'd have these great shows, and then Chris Titus uh, gets a TV show. Um, <laughs> and I like Chris. That was a, I just it was the example. He got a TV show, and you and I are doing Don Rickles' voices. Uh, I can't take it anymore. I don't know what bit. I don't know if it's a bit. I don't no, know. I'm putting. I'm putting my fan. Could you put the fan directly at the flame so it hits me in the face, you jackass? I'm gonna put the fan right on the table. Remember so when you complained about it being hot in here? Maybe the fire's not helping with that. It's a one candle. We have one candle lit in a, in a room that's the size it's of... It's a candle the size of a garbage can. Admit it. <laughs> it's a dumpster fire. You got a dumpster fire going in here. <laughs> what? I hate my laugh. I love your laugh. That's when I fell in love with you, Todd Glass, when I heard that laugh in the audience. Hey, let's for not forget, in Alaska, by the way, when I... Is there uh, something else? From the, uh, from the stage, I, I was jokingly hitting on that uh, woman, and I said... Uh, uh, or was I f- starting a fight with a guy? I said, oh, I was starting to vote with a guy. And I said, uh, you want a piece of me, sir? I'm in room, uh, uh, I'm in room and you 17G. Gave my room up. <laughs> and, you, and you from the audience, you go, hey, that's my room. But it took me a second yeah. because you say it like you said. Put a little reverb in his voice. And here's the, the, the trail time it took me, the lag okay. time to figure it out. He's on stage. I, I, go, uh, I go, you want a piece of me, sir? You know what? We can fight later. Come up to my room, uh, room 17G. And everyone laughs, and I go, <laughs> what? That's my room. <laughs> I was like, I, I was. <laughs> I love that and you I, gave I, your room number. I thought, and oh, then what did I say? I go, of course it is, you dumb fuck. That's the bit. <laughs> yeah. 
I have a question for you. Now, I'm open to all questions. If, if, and and I, maybe this is uncomfortable to ask you on the air. If I smoked pot right now, would that bother yeah, you? I, I'm, I wouldn't like it. I know. I wouldn't like See, it. See, how do you like that, that I give a shit? I appreciate you asking, but, you know, I'm sober 17 years. I know, and, and uh, I respect that. I Can I tell you something? I have a lot of admiration for that because I think my, my thing is food. Like, it's very... It, it's you know when you say do I have it in me? Well, if it wasn't for Lipitor, I don't know what I would do because that's for bl- for your cholesterol. Mm. And I do I don't smoke. I didn't spit a second chance at life. I do not smoke cigarettes, and I eat better than I did. What the hell is that noise? Is, is that my? Is that my phone? I'm not taking no, any responsibility. Like a... Is it a squirrel? Sounds like a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lion. That's okay. Do you think oh. there's some animals in Alexander's beard? Who's is that? What? Who's is that? I know his name's not Alexander. It's our, by the way, this show, everybody, we'll do an opening. I'll say, hey, some things happen. We'll fix it. Um, okay, we're good. Jimmy. Why do you have to? You don't have to do a, pre, you don't have to do a preamble. Things happen. I do. I like to do one. Yeah. And the, the Why? Listener, Why do you think it's bad? The listener is, is put off by it. They, you want to talk about theater of the mind, let it happen organically. Because if you tell them in advance, hey, some stuff goes a little wonky, oh, no, they're waiting for it. I wouldn't say it they're like that. They're waiting for it. I've listened to the show. That's exactly no, you, how you say it. No. Yes. That's exactly. No. I, I listen to the show. No. That's exactly no. what you do. It's no. Exa- no. Do you not hear what you do? No, I don't do that. I don't do Can that. Can I I'm ask you a question? Gonna... I, I know you like oh, yeah. to ask questions, oh, yes. but I'm going to ask you a question. Sure, because seriously. I'm friends of yours now for... Are you being honest? I, almost 20 uh, plus years, you and I okay, are friends. What's wrong over there? Everybody around you is a yes man, because nobody will tell you the truth. No, <laughs> that's not true. Nobody in here... Has anybody in this room ever told you the preambles are unnecessary? Okay. Let me uh, check in with Aristotle. Jimmy, Aristotle, Jimmy, have you ever no, told them? No. No, you're, you're afraid. <laughs> Aaron, have you ever told them? No, no, you're scared. You're going to lose your job not being able to press buttons. Right? Uh, Eric, I just, the second don't know what the fuck you're doing here, other than to tell Todd, yeah, going good, boss. So it's a... it's He produced Henry Phillips' special. He's very talented. He told me to th- stop doing the podcast, matter of fact, a month ago. Is that true? Yeah. Your advice, your he, advice to him was to stop doing he the said, podcast. You know, your stand up needs help. Why don't you listen to him? He said your stand up needs enough help. You can gear all your attention towards that. Can I tell you something? I was just in Philadelphia at Helium, and I, it's the second time I'm But I, I do want to go back to they what you said. They all were talking about how your stand up does need help. So oh, Eric's on to something. That I know you don't believe. No, that's 100%. I want to go back to the preambles because I know there's truth with you. That's finding it is just so on my neurotic side that I even if there's a morsel in there mm-hmm. now the preamble do you really think they're on oh why do I do I ruin comedy yeah oh Eric Eric's right stop doing this and if I could be another friend I would stop doing comedy <laughs> that I won't do you have to no as a service no. as a service to America that's all I have <laughs> I you and me both that's it. That's all we have. But do you think the preambles are, uh, are I unnecessary? I think they're only necessary if it's a big catastrophe. Otherwise, let it happen organically and let the person enjoy it. Especially with somebody like you and I, where we make it funny. Well, well, first of all, let me... You know, I didn't clam up and, and then get weird on you and go, Hey, what's going on? We can't go on. And then you get scared because you don't know how your guest is going to react. We had fun with it. It's fun. Look at Aristotle. What? what? <laughs> Play his jingle. Why not? He can't find it. Somebody says, <laughs> how do you not love this? And I hate screaming music. Somebody sent this in. I love it. I don't know what the hell he's saying at the end, but I love it. He goes, hey, thanks. The preamble, I'll tell you why I like it. For me. Hello? 
Jimmy is staring into the, the distance. I'm listening 100%. First of all, I don't, you don't have to use it just to say something happens today. And that, I'll give it to you. Yeah, let, let it unfold it is. But sometimes I just like to do it the night before. I feel like some things have happened during the week that I wanted to discuss. Or last week I said something in the show and I figured out a better way to say it. And I did think it was very important. I didn't want to erase it, how it unfolded. But I corrected a verbiage or a comparison that I had. Or sometimes it's just, you know, just, just saying, hey, it's Thursday night. I'm here in Bloomington. You know, just something like that. And then I got used to it, and I need it now. It, it's, it's, it's good for me. Give I like. Me, give me the example again with a different city. I'd like to hear how that Okay, I, go, I open up every show like this. I'll go, hey, 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 it's Todd. I'm in Minneapolis. Jesus Christ, it just occurred to me. You're not Todd Berry. <sighs> <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I have never listened to this show. I like that. Play that again. That's a good jingle. You got to admit, that would have come in. Can you mind saying that again and we'll neaten it up? No. You go, <laughs> no, I'm not no, going to say it again. No. Well, I'm kidding. I'm not really going to do it. But just do it for the fun, just for us. No. Did you ever? Did you ever have a, a thing where they go have fun with it, and you ever said, "There's, there's no, I can't have fun with this." If you, I, it, did you ever say anything? I never did. I guess. You know what happens is they always they say, "Now just have fun with it," and it's never fun. What's fun about this? It's uh, for spaghetti, right? Now it's just an have ad some fun for with it. And then I always feel like if you would have had me come in the first time and said, "Yeah, just ad lib about spaghetti," I'll be hysterical. But if you have me do the the the, the words six times and then go, "Now have fun with it." I can't stop thinking about the six times you had me say those words. Now my improv is going to sound a lot like the six times exactly. I just gave you. Exactly. That's when I go, I'll do it again, but is it okay if it sounds exactly the same? <laughs> I remember begging once to leave. You know, I didn't know you didn't have to go out for commercial auditions at Omnipop. Yeah, Andy Kindler. I was like, oh, it was Andy Kindler, then you, then me, in that order. Oh, were you <laughs> we stopped doing commercials. Seriously. Oh, Jimmy, I hate and it. And it was the greatest in my life. life. I'd rather go back to high school and get beat up. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. I, I only got punched once, but uh, but uh, that's true. Never got into a fight, really. I so I did pretty good. You don't want to fight, you'll find it surprise. Well, that's not true. Depends where you live. I was going to say if you don't want to fight, you'll find you don't get into fights. But that's not true. Some kids are bullied beyond anything to do with their choice. But um, your mother is uh, calling in. I didn't know what to say. I had to fill in the gap. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna backpedal on my no preamble thing. I think what you just did it probably requires you to preamble to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, I think you're gonna have to explain this one away because that was a mess. Here's I'll show you how I would do it. Hold on. Also, you were asking about zanies earlier. Thank you, Aristotle. Get right back on track with this dope is. <laughs> Literally, can I smoke what, more? I don't. Why? 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 Jimmy, is that part of you? Do you like that part of you? What do you mean by that? So square. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but by the way, not that because I always think that the pot. First of all, in here, I respect it. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to go in. You know, if you don't smoke, I don't want. Sm- I don't want someone smoking. I don't want to walk into a smoky room with cigarettes. So that. But like, do you be honest? Do you think like pot? Stop it already. I don't. What do you ask? Like people getting high? Me? You? Yeah. Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> what should I, I do then? I, th- I think teenagers going through a phase and Vietnam War vets, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. Everybody else, you grow the fu- grow up. Well, no. <laughs> There's no way. I don't even want to ask you. I don't want to ask you if you're serious. I don't want to know. That's my new relationship with you. Let me repeat no it. No more. I'm not going to say. High schoolers going through a phase. High schoolers going through a phase. Vietnam War vets. And Vietnam War vets. That's it. I saw Platoon. 
I want you to come in that with your funny fuck as much as you can. You wait for Jimmy Pardo when he every line is funny. Boom, you come in with the Jimmy Pardo's a funny fuck. Oh, Jimmy Pardo, you are one funny, funny fuck. I want to talk to you. Do you want to talk about uh, uh, if I give you anything? Uh, you're not as long as you vote. You're not voting for Trump, right? What's up? <laughs> I've said it on my podcast, and I will say it on your podcast since you've given me the platform. Come November the 8th specifically, we will bring this country back to what it be, uh, deserves to be. And I'm thrilled to be a part of it. It's a, it's a, it's a movement, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Oh, the, the, the making America great again? We're going to make it great again. I got my red hat, and, uh, and, and I'm thrilled. I, you know, I, I've been walking around with a red T-shirt, and I, I do have a pair of blue, of, uh, uh, blue sneakers on. Red T-shirt, blue sneakers, khaki pants, the way Donnie wants it. And I love this country. And we're going to make it great again. You want to make this country great again? We get the black guy out, we're on to something. <laughs> Talk to me. I'm giving you some betting music. What's going to be great about it? <laughs> I agree with you. You know, everyone is so angry at him that they can't see. How do you not want America to be great again? That confuses me. That confuses me that there's people out there right now going, I don't want America to be great again. So you're, it sounds to me like you've given me a safe space. Because it sounds like you agree. That we want America to be great I again? I want it to be great and only one man can get us there. Thank you. And and I don't want someone... Well, I'll tell you what I don't want. And I'm fucking... I, I, I'm, I'm going to say I fucking had it. That someone that thinks to make the country run great again, they have to bring people together instead of separating them. Does that fucking make sense? It doesn't make sense to me. Oh, separate. yeah. Oh, uh, we need someone in office that can make everybody get along. And no, we got to get someone in there that can divide everybody up. Right. What the fuck is wrong with Let people? Let me ask you a question. We Tom. need someone in the office that can make every group feel angry at the other group. What else will work, right? When you do your laundry, and I'm very serious. Thank you. You put everything in together. You put your uh, your blue jeans in with your white socks. You I want to come right, over you know. and hug you. I want to come over and hug you. I want to come over and you hug separate you. Separate them. Separate them. Why? Because your socks are bad? No. They're you different. separate the whites from the coloreds. What? No. <laughs> We're talking laundry. Isn't it funny to say it's sarcastic? It's cathartic for me. Because that's exactly what it is. We need someone that divides everybody up. How are we going to run the country unless someone comes in there and gets everybody fucking pissed off at the next group? Then we'll have harmony and job security. <laughs> would you, if you had seven people working for you, wouldn't you treat them all shitty? And that way they'd all work at their best. And that's what he'll do for the country. Well, he's going to do it. And, do, and it's going to be fantastic. How's your son? Nothing. He's, he's Oliver. Nothing's cuter than watching him wave. It, you just don't understand seeing him wave. At leaving the gym, you oh, had him he, wave at when me. he waves you. Oh, it's just nothing. Nothing's better than that. Nothing better. He's like, and I'm like, wow, it sounds so cliche, but they... he's 25 years old. <laughs> I was say, how old? How old? How old is he? Let me guess right now. Is guess. he? Is he seven? He's going to be nine uh, September second. Wow. But what we do is his uh, dentist. Uh, he's good looking kid, he, and like for real, not just like because he's your kid. I don't. By the way, I don't. He's beautiful. He's like very. I, he's yeah. I look at him and just uh, <laughs> not like Trump. I, I would date him if he wasn't my son. <laughs> uh, he uh, his dentist uh, office is in the same building as uh, right. our gymnasium. So whenever we I bring him to a dentist appointment, I go, hey, let's go see if my friend Todd's there. And then we go in, and he uh, we always get stopped. Sir, no children. No no kid. No no kids. No children. I go, I just, I just got to do a bit. That's really what I say to him. I just got to do a do bit. Do they know you're a member? Uh, 
No, I probably should tell my member. Can I tell you something? Because you know, you know the way it is. Or it's you can walk in, in with your own towel. You walk in the wall, yeah. What's that? John Mulaney told a story last week. I used to sneak in the hotels by wetting my shirt, and he goes, one time, he told me the truth. He bared his soul. I said, follow me and just do what I do. So I went in. I had my shirt wet. I looked at them. They, they looked at me, you know, and I said, uh, I was in already. And then I just kept walking. I don't want to wait for him. It looks suspicious. To go to a gymnasium? On the road. I don't want to wor- sign up. I don't want to have them show me the gym. So I, in L.A., I have a membership. But in the road, I didn't, because I just snuck in for many years, and still. You're, you're an adult. <laughs> well, you're an adult. That's all, that's a bigger hassle than just saying, uh, yeah, you know, I'm working. I'm, I'm here. I'm a businessman. I'm going to be here for. You're three right. Days. If I saw somebody else that looked my age doing that, I'd be like, oh, it's sad. It's an embarrassment. But they don't know. They never got caught. They know you. You're our last comic standing. You look like an asshole. No. Hey, that's the guy from TV trying to sneak in to use the treadmill. Oh, I wish that was the case. It I is the case. The hey, case. there's the guy from Jimmy Kimmel on the elliptical. Well, the, These are things people they, say they about you. They might have thought I was in already. Tell you the truth, it's depressing me now that you're right. Well, if they, they don't recognize me, which is true, but now I that's th- making me. I think me. they do how recognize can I sneak you. In and all they these... go, Look how sad it is that the headlining comic at Bonkers oh. thinks he has to sneak in with a wet shirt. It's embarrassing. Have some respect for you in the club. That club loses business because of your antics. <laughs> Mine isn't. Can you do- Why would you have a studio like this? Oh. Put the air on. I have it cranked. It's cranked. <laughs> Here's what I want to do. You want to talk about Zanies? What time is it? Oh, I do want to talk about Zanies. What do you want to know? 845. What? 845? I got to go. <laughs> what about the Who song? That you are funny, funny fuck. You mind the cursing? Because I... Not in that regard. Not... Um, Not that a, uh, I, I, I don't know whether I should take a break now for like a minute. Go, my shirt is literally drenched, and I think it's, I can go put on a dry shirt. I'll feel better. Do you know what I'm talking about? How long is the show? This show, I figure we'll go. We're doing an after show, so I really, it's up. Let's do this. Let's take a deep breath. Is that okay? Or you want to talk about? How about this? Let's answer my question. Oh. How long's the show? <laughs> that was the question, and I got to get a history on your T-shirt. <laughs> Hey, how long is it going? Well, here's the thing. We started doing the podcast, and well, you you were doing yours first. I wrote a book, and I mentioned it. I mean, did I tell you, I mentioned that you're in the book. I did mention it, and you should appreciate that. I do, and I'm very honored. And uh, I noticed I didn't talk about drapes at comedy clubs because at your show, I you 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 say I do it every time. You you bring it up a lot, but I don't bring it up anymore. I stopped talking about that. Well, you should do it more because there's some clubs that could use that uh, knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, Let's let's talk about answer the, the question. How oh, long oh. We'll, we'll go till you're right. I'm sorry. What time is it now? Repeating eight forty five. Okay. How about we go to nine or oh, one fifteen nine thirty <laughs> nine. Oh yeah. I don't. I'm literally. If nobody knows who I am, they're gonna think so. This, this guy's no, just an asshole. Everybody knows who you are that listens to this show. I but hope they do. I would say the majority of the people. There's, First of all, there's some that don't. There's some that uh, no. But they'll, that okay. Guess what? Then maybe sometimes I say that on the opening. But you're gonna say that's unnecessary. No. I mean, I like, by that, the way, that opening's if, necessary. If there's some new people listening to the show, obviously just don't get. Because you know what? I don't mind. I used to watch the Tonight Show sometimes, and I when I was, I used to sometimes get confused whether who was doing a bit. I thought Charles Grodin was maybe. At one point, really didn't like Johnny Carson, but it's all a bit. It was all a bit, all and a it bit. was a brilliant bit, and he and he respected him, and they and Johnny probably loved that he came on. And it was great, yes. But I didn't always know, and you know how this. Sometimes you read something, and because.
because you might know someone that works on a show, you can actually find out. Sometimes it'll happen. I go, you know what? I got to find out. Was there, was there contention between them? And a lot of times you find out, oh, no, no, they're really good friends. So I don't want that to happen on this show. So if there is something like that, that's another reason I would open up the show. Go, by the way, just so you know, could be a million reasons, but I feel, and I just want to say hello uh, closer to the date that it's dropped. When will, the, when will it drop? Friday. Of this week? Every Friday. I don't like to hold them because the tw- I can't. I'm 20, so excited. 29th to... of uh, July. Yes. So last night you were at my birthday party. I wasn't. Can I tell you something? Yes. Honestly, honestly, to George Global, I had a really good time. Wait a minute. Why does Global get involved? Because it's a lie. <laughs> George Carlin's the truth, Global. To George Shapiro. But you know his name's Global. Oh, is it? George Global. I did not know that. I thought it was soap boppers until I was 34. Really? Soap boppers. Did you wet your shirt into a push-up? <laughs> <Wanted> to... <laughs> what dumb... <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing to do with it. Why don't you wet your shirt and do a push? <laughs> All right, go on. You, you really thought it was shirt? I love the, the more to do with nothing. That's like, why don't you wet your shirt and do a push up? Maybe you should give him a, a, a drum roll. A, why don't you wet your shirt and do a push up? Hey, huh? If you're on the road, wouldn't you want that to happen Let every night? Let me tell night? you, nothing, nothing, uh, I, I, again, I'm jealous that you have that band that you sometimes bring with you. Can I and, tell you, Jimmy? Because I love the idea of it. I the, love it. I do it at the improv here. I always say, get me a three-piece, because I love yelling at the band. Jimmy, I love having that old school vibe. I love it. I've been using three of these, two of these guys in a, a cities where they've done, like, now 20 shows with me. It's a group, it's a guy out of uh, Pittsburgh. He went to, I went back to Pittsburgh. He did five more shows. Then, then they came to Philly. Then right. they came to, and it is getting to the point where it, it really looks like they know the show. It's scored. And to the point where I'll do a joke, just clink the drumstick to the end of the drum, like a clink, clink, like a hard one. Two. Like, ding, ding. The well-placed one. It's so under everything. I'll be like, no, the guy had like uh, you know whatever whatever the joke is like uh, why would a bird live in a shitty neighborhood you know makes it get a better life. Place goes bananas. Or if I jump off the stage, give me a, a broom like a hard the thumpest hardest thump. Like if I walk off the stage and I hit the ground, it's like just anything, anything, and then, and I it just it's just so much fun and you can do bits with them. I, 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 All right, the bits I know. you can do with your friends. I, like I'll do bits during the day and I'll be like oh I can have the drummer take that take that line. Right. Or I can I hit him over the head with bottles. I tell him next time you'll remember to order the prop bottles. <laughs> it's, and I want to, Jimmy, I'm not kidding you. One of the things that I want to do more than anything is put together a tour and just tour with that type of show. But I want someone to, that would want to put some money into it and then say, I will give you. I want to do this so bad. You put some money into it. That means I'd have to come into this room and rehearse with people. We'd have to have a tech guy on the road and two band members. That's it. But there'd be video and there'd be some lighting I could still be chaotic in between it. It's not like I'd have to be formulated. It would all be around mm. me. If somebody said they'll pay for it, whatever it would be, to just, just do it. I'll give you 25% if it ends up being a touring show that makes a lot of money. And I think it would be. Wait, you're giving fun. me money? No, I want someone to give me money. Why do I get money out of this? I want someone to give me money. Yeah, but here, see, and, and I, this is the reason I brought it up. Because uh, the guy uh, from Pittsburgh, when I was in Philly, they came down. They said, Todd Glass James. Talks, uh, James. Yeah. He said to me, uh, he goes, Todd always talks highly of you. Uh, so we wanted to come and see you. And then so he said, he goes, you're great, you know, great show, uh, honor to meet you. This is you. the guy, James, to you? This is the guy, James, yeah. He's Band complimenting guy. you. Complimenting me, but he, he came because he Already saw I you. I like it. It seems like it's weird. But, like he's, <laughs> but he's there on your recommendation. And then he did say to me, uh, the next time that you see Todd, tell him you should pay us. And <laughs> I know it's uncomfortable for me to bring it up on your show. I probably should have saved that for off show. But he did say, it couldn't hurt him to give us a couple of bucks. These guys like it. 
You know what? It's like if you pay teachers too much, you don't get good teachers because you get them. They want it for the money. These guys are. This guy came to me. By the way, I do pay them. This, not enough. It sounds like. What, do you, what would it be? What, what would you give them if they were doing like a, a sh- five you, shows? What are you asking me? Okay, it's a drummer and he's doing five shows in Pittsburgh. What would you pay him? What would Wait, you think you had to on, pay? Hang on, you got a drummer. What else? You gotta, you Just gotta, let's go with the drummer first. He's doing five shows in Pittsburgh with me. He lives in Pittsburgh. What do you think you have to give him? By the way, I wish I could give him more, but this is a couple they, drink tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and he's lucky to be there. Oh, Jimmy I don't you know. Th- this, I don't know the this, answer to that because I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say because is it's not, it, I would. I would tell. It's a little rude, it's rude it, because you don't pay him much. But no, no, it's it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's insulting because I know what you're making and to give him anything of value uh, it hurts you. Um, no, well, I don't use a middle act now. Like you go to a place like Helium, they budget like eight hundred dollars towards the middle act. I don't use the middle act now. I just put that money towards the band. So there's there's a little bit there. What that just told me is I think my middle act got underpaid. That's all, that's all I took away from Well, that. it depends what club. Helium's. He made 780 Yeah, they do eight shows. They get 100 a show. Oh, no. Oh, I don't no, do we eight don't, shows. No, no, we what am I talking about? We did four 600. shows. 600. I'm sorry. I we, do six. I do four. I do six. I come out and do a Friday. I do it. Although in Helium, I did that Thursday. Isn't it funny? That, a rare Thursday appearance from Jimmy Pardo. And isn't it funny that some people go, oh, if Todd does six shows, that means things are going maybe better for Todd, but it's the exact opposite. It's the opposite. You want to be able to do four. Oh. But I do. Can I tell you something? Alex asked me, my manager in Philadelphia, would I want to go in and, in a market like that or D.C. and try doing a theater? Now, look, I'm not saying if I thought I was turning away hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, I would eventually, yes, I want, would love my career to go. But if it's on the fence, I like walking in to a comedy club that's perfect five nights, four nights. To every night walk into tranquility, everything's going to go the way you want it. Once you get in there the first night, you know how it's going to go. So I don't know if I would enjoy does that make sense? Do you know what I'm saying? It makes genuinely? sense to me. To go do one show. Now, if, look, if it was 1,500 people and the money was different, yeah, but I don't want to do it until I absolutely need to go to a theater because I love going into comedy clubs. Can I ask you a question that is on topic yet off topic? Yes. When is this you, boring? No, no, it's great. When You, you just did the show with uh, Louis C.K.? Yeah, C.K. Uh, oh, C.K.? C.K. C.K. Yeah. I, but Louis. I, know, I know Louis. Yeah, Louis. Oh, the fellow from the TV show. Yeah, the Louis C.K. show. C-K. So he, you're, you're at the Forum. I did. 1,300 people. No, no, 13,000 13, 13, people. What is, walk me through that. When you're doing comedy for 13,000 people, I, do, do you play to the front row? Do you wait for the last from the balcony? What do you do? That's a lot of people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off on some, look, you know, yes, you end up talking about the same things again because that's what you care about. You just hope that 20 years from now it'll look like something worth talking about. Because I'm going to tie it back into a social, or uh, what you talk about in your act, what type of people you draw. Because I've heard two different stories of someone that opened up for someone else in situations, and, and you think, oh, why are they heckling? What do, you, do you, what do you do that makes people that would come out that would heckle? Is, is anything the performer could be doing? Uh, especially when the performer's not in movies. If you're in movies, you can draw an audience that doesn't represent your stand-up. We all know that. If you do movies or you have a TV show, you can. But when all people know you for is your stand-up, and they're coming, and they're not, and they're heckling, or whatever. You go, oh, do, what is, you might want to say to yourself, "Is there something I do that makes?" Because when you open up, even if you don't like Louis C.K. or you don't like Jim Gaffigan, or you don't like any some of these acts that I'm mentioning, you'll be able to see the running core. Maybe they don't feed idiots. Overwhelmingly, they don't feed idiots. It doesn't mean you can't find a joke you went with that, but overwhelmingly, they don't feed idiots. It's amazing how fucking civil it can be. And it's a testament to that performer. You're, at, like, the, you're at the forum, and thirteen thousand people are civil. 
civil. Listening to Todd Glass. They're, it's crazy. And by the way, you can't mold them to what I mold them to with a pre-show announcement unless they're already pretty good. Pretty f- amazing. Mm-hmm. I do it. I treat it like a club. And Louis said, he goes, no, make that same announcement. And I go, seriously, folks. I go, I know you hear that. Be quiet. Turn your cell phone announcement off to 13,000 people. I go, but seriously, do it. I know you're 80 rows back. And I go, it's not, I'm not going to lie. To you. It's not because of the light always. You might do it real privately. It's near your knee. The truth is someone's sitting next to you. They want to be next to someone that's loving the show as much as them. And so just turn it off. And then if you turn yourself off from the outside world, I promise you, we'll throw this right back at you tonight, make tonight special. And you know what? It's amazing. Because now they're part of it. They understand why. And I just do the don't yell out. I go, sometimes you make this announcement. Sometimes people still yell out. It's, it's, it's odd. You'll be two, two minutes after this announcement. You're like, How? I heard it. Didn't they hear it next to me? I go, sometimes there's a comedic pause. Some people not knowing, they think, oh, I'll say some dumb shit in there. No, it's a pause. It's placed there for a reason. Don't fuck it up. It gets a big laugh, and then you watch for an hour and a half. Amazingly. Jim Gaffigan's audience, it's like, what? I did Madison Square Garden with him. It was, look, I wouldn't want to perform in front of that all the time. You would not? No, it's not what it can be. I mean, I always came up with the magic number. If you didn't need money, you just like Jerry Seinfeld touring around. You just, you love it. You want to perform in an arena. I don't know why you would do more than 2,000 people. Because that's, it's still fucking crazy intimate. They're doing 13,000 yeah. people. Yeah. Well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it. No, I wouldn't want to do it all the time. Daniel Tosh doesn't want to do it. He goes, I just don't want that. I don't want it. It's not, I don't need it as a trophy. I don't want to do it. But yet, I, I'm so glad that they made me a part of it because I, I'm glad that I got to do it. You and know. you get a buck a person, right? <laughs> Is that your contract? <laughs> you know what I got to do that was more fun than that? Do the the the... the the cam, you know, where they put cameras on people before the show, like at a baseball game? Yeah, yeah, They asked me if I wanted to do it. At first I said no because I was nervous. Alex goes, no, no, it'll be fun. And they put the camera on them, and I literally have a headset on. I go, I just reference what they're wearing to get the camera to go back to it. I go, no, blue shirt, blue shirt. But the whole crowd hears me. And then I, they go and they zoom in on them, and I get to say things. One guy had a drink. I'm like, sir, act like you're drinking your drink. And I go, <laughs> you know, it was, that was more fun than the show. But anyway, that's my answer, long answer. Uh, I don't know if you answered me. You enjoy it? <laughs> no. That sounds horrible. No, it's too much. 13,000 people. There's no intimacy. Comedy's an intimate you. thing. That's what I'm asking. No, fuck all these people. Jim Gaffigan, Louis C.K. making me do shit. Now, do you think Gaffigan's crowd is quiet because he whispers his whole act? Do <laughs> <laughs> you think that's part of it? Does that play into this at all? Our Jimmy Part is our guest, folks, as we go in for the close. Oy. I'm going to put on a dry shirt. Oh, Jimmy Pardo. Wow. <laughs> Jimmy Pardo. Jesus Christ. The guest on this week's Talk Glass show. Pioneer of podcasting is comedy gold. With never not funny and Conan O'Brien. Remember, we rehearsed it, everybody. Here we go. back. No, you have something you want to say? 
I'm just impressed that, that we all learned <laughs> that <laughs> you called me at 7.50 and said my guest canceled. Can you get over here in 10 minutes? And I get over here, and you had this all done in 10 minutes. <laughs> Joe, lyricist Joe, can I tell you something? Perfect opportunity. Someone asked me today, what if he couldn't do the show? What if he's thinking right now, I know Todd loves all the songs, but I'm taking on a new job this summer. I could do one a month, but I won't be able to do it. I would be crushed. He would be, he would be, I wouldn't want to do the show anymore. It's all I have to live for, these jingles. Is this, uh, Joe. Jingle, Joe, Joe, lyricist Joe, Joe what McKenzie. Is, what, what does Joe McKenzie do for a living? He is a teacher. He teaches uh, um, music, and he lives in Portland. He came up to me after a show. Wait and, a minute. He's in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. You tell him Jimmy Pardo's going to be on the program. He drops everything he's doing, goes into his home studio, records these songs, sends them to you via the if, internet. If I would have maybe re- a Dropbox. If you would have, re- <laughs> and then you upload, you then download it. Yeah, and then you give it to uh, Alexander. Well, here. I'm not going to lie to you. He does them for everybody, but when he re- like he's a, he's a, for lack of a better word, he really loves you. He gets it. So yeah, he loves you. So he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want to just do like I got to do something. He's got to do it all. He's got to get. So he did. He he put it together. Thank today. you, Joe. Yeah. And he uh, ended up something happened. He's in jail. Oh Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! Yeah, he liked to smack. He apparently he smacks around his employees now. Um, hey, don't you just love? Don't you just love comedy? Okay, we will be back, and then we're gonna say we're gonna come back, and we're gonna go in for the close. Wise men say. Only fools rush in. We're back with part two of the time. Um, okay, you can turn my reverb off. We're back. We're basically back. Jimmy Pardo's on the phone. Jimmy, are you there? Hey, Todd. Uh, listen, pal, I had to take off. Oh, we were wondering where you were. Were you yeah. having a good time on the uh, show? I'm out in the car. I just came out here. I wanted to hear a little bit about the uh, convention. I was listening to the convention. I don't know why I'm doing a v- v- weird voice. Uh, <laughs> I can just talk in my own voice to be on the telephone. It's okay. You know, wanted I, to do a character. I was doing a character. I'm out here in a car. <laughs> and uh, I think I, I picked up the phone and thought it was Phil Hendry. I think that's what just happened. <laughs> and I picked up the phone and was like, hey, how you doing? I'm doing a thing over here. Hey, shut up, boy, boy, boy. Do you do? Is that what Phil Henry does? Show me what he does, because I don't know what he does. You've like, never seen Phil Henry? Well, he does different voices and he'll, stuff. You know, he'll talk. Uh, Phil Henry talk. And uh, Robert Leonard. Uh, hey, don't forget about me, Bud Bevin. And I'm Margaret Craig. And he moves the phone around <laughs> so he gets different, uh, uh, different uh, vibes. That can't be the way I wanted to end that. Set. Why am I still talking into the phone? You can put it in. There. Oh, okay. Hang up. Uh, by the way, I think he's a genius. If it, if it, sound, oh, if it sounded like I was shitting on Phil Hendry, can, in no way, shape, or form. Can There's, I tell you something? I totally agree with you. And for me, the bit was that you would think that's what he does. Like, you know, like, ah, rah, 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 rah. like the guy was going, no, he's, even if someone loved him, but that's how shitty they were at explaining it. Do you ever oh. watch the videos of him online? I have, I have not seen the videos of him, but I will if you tell me to. Go watch the videos. I am, it's fascinating. It, anybody who doesn't know what it is, it's more, because I wouldn't like it if it was just irritating people that don't know. It's so many more layers than that. It than, is. He is. I, I listen. I, I mean this sincerely. I listen to two podcasts. Todd Berry's, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, I listen to two podcasts. I listen to Phil Hendry and Laurie Kilmartin and Jackie Cations because I like their stories from the road. I think those are fun stories. And uh, otherwise, I don't need to listen to podcasts. I, I, I get it, right? I see you at the gymnasium. You make me laugh. You make me piss my pants. And then I move on with my life. I don't need to hear you in my ears. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, the podcast, which one were we just talking about? Uh, which one? Either Phil Hendry or Jackie Cations. Um, I remember Laurie once, Kilmartin. and this says everything, sitting in my car. 
pulling up to my house when I first learned about him. It's just probably uh, when we met, and that, that's when I've heard about yes. it. Yes. And sitting in my car for 20 minutes because I want to hear the end of what's going to happen. I go, wow, that's th- nothing says more than that. That means I'm not the only one sitting in my car. Right. That's how I was like, oh, my God. And it was just the way he would just the timing is like to be able to say something. And then it's not that you say something and then you be the person that yells at that person for saying it. It's the timing of making it all he, work. He yells at himself <laughs> before he finishes his exactly, sentence. Exactly. Exactly. I think that people all different. You don't know what you're talking like, but that was you and I doing it. It's just him. I know, I know, I know. And he by yell- the way, remember- you said it. He yells at himself the character that was that he was doing before he's done. It just seems like that. It is. And, and yeah. think about this: when you're talking about, you were listening to it 20 years ago. He's gotten 20 years better at it. Well, like, I've heard him since. That was when I first started. I don't know when you listen. But the point is this. He's gotten better since you've last heard him. But you may just listen to him today. I don't, I don't know. I listen to him today. I don't no, know no, when you did. I don't even this care. This afternoon to now, he's rehearsed and he's even better. <laughs> I heard him three minutes ago, Jimmy. I'm, I guarantee what he was doing three minutes ago doesn't compare to what he's doing today. Okay, I have a live feed in my ear right now. He's t- oh, he's doing his bits. I love it. It sounds like that might be a rerun. He is. He, puts, he does that to fool people. Okay, I want to. Can I get a, like thirty seconds of business out of the way, which I don't even think I'm going to need to do? Yeah, do your show. No, I don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> you, uh, Henry Phillips, can I ask you a question? What did it cost you? <laughs> what does it cost to do that, Henry Phillips? By the way, Henry Phillips just did an hour special that um, it was. It's really good. Like it looks. Steve Fine Arts directed it, and it looks really good. So I wanted to know how much they spent, but I really should. Where can I say it? Netflix. <laughs> 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 oh, Jimmy, you are one funny, funny fuck. All right, all right. I, I, that's not until I have a. That's in a month. We have to. I have to talk about that. Remember, August it's fifteenth. Okay, we we have we have time. Oh wait, so we don't have to do the thirty seconds of business? No, it took forty-five seconds to figure mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> and I do want to know what it cost. Yeah. Um, I want to play something for you. This is real. In this day and time, you can't even get sick. You are strung out. Oh, by God, I'll tell you something, friend. I have been strung out in my life, except on music. Could be a lie. When I got sick here in the hotel, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. From three different sources, I heard I was strung out on heroin. I swear to God, hotel employees, Jack, bellboys, freaks that carry your luggage up to the room. <laughs> People that doesn't sound like him. You know, he was, I heard nice, but it doesn't sound like Maids. Maids, housekeepers. And I was sick. I was, you know, I was getting, had a doctor, had the flu, and I got over <laughs> one day. Was I? But all across this town, I was strung out. So I told him earlier, and don't you get offended, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking to somebody else. Picture the audience. If I find or hear the individual that has said that about me, I'm going to break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. Go ahead, get him. That is dangerous. Dangerous. Listen to that is damaging to myself, to my little daughter, to my father, to my friends, my doctor. I don't know how it's going to hurt your doctor. Everybody, my relationship with you, my relationship with up here on the stage, it is dangerous. I will pull your goddamn tongue out by the roof. Bring him the He's just up there with the band Thank vamps. The band just vamps in the background. And he's just up there lying. I'll do it. 
Maybe I did have a, 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 a half of a baby aspirin one day against my doctor's will. <laughs> but I was never strung out. Maybe I... Maybe I... I can't think of anything that he would do that wouldn't be that big of a deal. Maybe I did have some over-the-counter nose drops. <laughs> without my doctor's permission. But he really went on long to say who it hurt. My sister, my cousin, her father... My brother-in-law's friend has a guy that cuts her lawn, and she's going to be humiliated by this. <laughs> and that's Jerry Reed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait a second. You know it's not Jerry. Oh, it's Elvis Presley. I didn't, I didn't think. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm going to tell you, it's not going well. In my life. This is, this is the best thing I'm talking about. Yeah, you're not giving are me you notes paying now, your, right? Are you paying your mortgage? Because I'm having trouble. I'm, doing, I'm getting by the best I can, but again, you know, we're going to fix this country. Jesus Christ. Jimmy, I need somebody. I mean, I'm not, I need to pay the bills. I need someone that be well thought out can uh-huh. handle it, that a reasonable person judge this person. I need that person to tell me what to do, but I want someone that says, yes, this person is well thought out. They have a clean head. They have an understanding, and they're going to get us jobs. Who is it? Donald Trump. He's, a, he's it. He's the only. He's the only. How, you're right. He's the only solution. You're gonna. No, lose. no, no. Here's, here's, I know I make a full turnaround, but what is the? How could that not be absolute? Can I actually? You're gonna fucking hate me. I pan the audience when they're. You know, a lot of people think it's edited. Look, I know people that didn't vote for Bernie Sanders and still agree with this. That's what I like about. I think what I'm going to say is that there are people that didn't vote for him that still. There's never, there's never, can they edit things? Yes, I get it. But there's no doubt when they pan that audience or that Bernie Sanders audience. Man, I just think you got old if you don't think, yeah, they're the people. It's black and it's white and it's old and it's young and it's hippies and it's just everything. And like, come on, really, can someone go, yeah, okay, you're right, but that doesn't mean anything. Really? I think it does. It doesn't to you, right? I I didn't follow any of that. No, oh, come on. He did. I don't know if he did. I don't know if Jerry no, did. No, he did. He's the audience nice. looks like someone that probably draws from all that, because that's what you want to do, unite people. It's the opposite of not uniting people. So you think, yeah, I think... Uh, Hang on. What's the opposite of not uniting people? I don't remember. Is it uniting? Is it? You tell me. Yeah, that, there's an easier way to get to that sentence, is I what know. I'm trying to tell what, you. What is it? Just, he you knows how to unite people. Did you vote for Trump? Yeah. No. You should. Oh, okay. No, seriously. Well, I mean, I, I didn't in the primary, but I certainly will in the, in the general Well, election. I don't mean to be a dick, but seriously, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, not, don't you want America to be great again? Yes, but hear, hear me out. It's hard to. It's I, hard to. Don't judge me. I am not. I'm a Democrat, but come to the general, then I'm going to vote. I'll go Trump, certainly. But you can't in the primary. Well, do it anyway. What? I don't know. I didn't follow, and I didn't know how to take the fit because you were talking politics, probably that made sense. I don't think I was. Oh, I thought it sounded no. good to me. No, it I'm a clown. Good. No, but it, you you knew enough to say. I'm to... not Bill Maher. <laughs> it's Bill Maher. <laughs> what is it? Bill Maher. No, it's it's spelled M A H A R Maher. Bill Maher. So He's when you hear on the... HBO, Bill Maher. No, no, no. When you hear the show, when or they introduce him once. Please welcome Bill Maher. You hear, that doesn't sound weird to you. Can I ask, can I do it away? And you tell me if you go, oh, maybe you're right. Okay, I'm listening. Go ahead. And put a little reverb in my voice, and I hope you don't think that's cheating. Well, Ladies I, and gentlemen, please welcome Bill Maher. No, well, I think the echoes, I'm misunderstanding it. Bill Maher. It's Bill Maher. Do you know him? 
Do you? Do I know Bill Maher? Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do you know Bill Maher? You know the story about Bill Maher when I was at the world famous improvisation one night. Is this a true story? This is a true story. Is he mean in it? Uh, here's what Bill Maher does. <laughs> we're all sitting around a table. I forget who else was at the table. I want to say you were there, but maybe not. Uh, and but somebody, I don't, I did not know at this time. I, did, I was not friendly. I, I'm still not friendly with Bill Maher. Uh, he walks it's into Mar, the, but <laughs> I don't care. I'm, it doesn't matter. It is Bill Maher, but I don't, I'm not going to make a big deal about it. But I'm telling you a story about Bill Maher. I know, but maybe there's an, maybe, maybe because there is a Bill Maher, the guy that you're talking about. The comedian. Okay, that's Bill Maher. Bill Maher's the comedian, yeah. This is Bill Maher, their management company. <laughs> it's Bill what? Bill Maher, management. Oh. And he's got, and he's got the, the infomercial or the documentary over on HBO. Bill Maher. William J. Mahar. <laughs> Here's the story. By the way, there I, is a story here to George Carlin. I love that work because people are going, oh, there is a story. There is a real story. It uh, keeps but, them. It keeps by the way, the, the reason I remember that. Keep uh, you, you fucks. I thought, uh, when you look at the. Remember the old Just for Laughs newspaper? Sure, I do. This isn't real journalism, Todd. Take that look off your face. <laughs> I wanted to act like I was listening. He, uh, it said Bill, uh, Bill Maher as in star. That's what it said uh, in, the, uh, in the newspaper 27 years ago. And I've never forgotten it. And I'm still apparently bitter about it for no reason whatsoever. Well, it, it wasn't his choice to put that, was it? I'm still mad at him on it. Oh, okay. I think he could have vetoed it. And, and he could have, you know what he could have done? Pronounced it Mahar, and then that wouldn't have happened. <laughs> right? That's what it comes down to. You go build Mahar, then you go as in Stahar? No, you don't do that. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Yes, because it wouldn't have rhymed. Right. Right. right? right? Nipsey Russell's going to be lost. Thank you. You're welcome. No, I hear what you're saying. Here's you what make happened. sense. I'm at the world-famous improvisation. Is this true? 100% true. Do you want any betting music for this story? I don't want any music, and what I really don't want is you to interrupt it a 15th fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> you are one funny, funny fuck. <laughs> All right, so we're at the world-famous improvisation, and we're sitting around. Ooh. This is back in Hell's Kitchen. Remember that? In the, in the front, there's like six tables, dinner tables. And yeah. then off to the side is a bar mm-hmm. with, with, a, a high, with high top, with stools. So we're sitting around the table, and there's, uh, I, for, I forget who, I want to say Barry Martyr, but I could be wrong. So he goes, hey, Bill, why don't you come on over? And there's an empty seat, and Bill looks and goes, yeah, okay. And then grabs a stool and sits on the stool at the table so he could be taller than the rest of us and look down at us when he talks. True story. That had a lot of buildup with no payoff. No, I'm taking it in, seeing if it. No, you know what's so funny? We were all put off by it. Is Can my I tell point. you something? We all thought it was weird. But I'm going to make an, an executive decision here and call attention to something that I think happens in comedy sometimes. That's one of those times I do it all the time. That story was, uh, yeah, it was. It was not a. You said, oh, then it was a good story. But the end of it leaves you thinking, really going, okay, was that on purpose? I'm like sitting here. Of thinking. course, it was on purpose. He grabbed the stool. There was an. There was a chair right there. He grabbed the stool. That was his bag, baby. But it, but. It, most comedians that are nice that we run into, let's say he did that, but then you ran into a six other times that is nice. You'd, of course, you'd re-gauge your opinion. Like, if you did it, I would laugh my ass off. If you it's, went, hang on, and you bring over a stool and you sit up on it, we'd, go, we'd laugh. You can't bring over a stool. Can I tell you when I realize something's wrong? When I picture, if, I, if I'm on the fence about it, picture me doing it. Not, not as a bit, but I'm going over to three people, and I, as soon as I literally had myself uh, positioning myself on the stool and realized how high up I was... 
Of course I wouldn't do that. You'd go, oh, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? But he sat up there, and, he, and that's how he uh, joined can I, the... Can I tell you something? You're not going to believe it. One time Jerry Seinfeld came over to the table. It's a true story. He had a barber chair, and he had, <laughs> had the... Wa- Hello? 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 Something happened. He put the barber chair all the way up. He would uh, he would pump he'd it all pump the way up. Pump it all the way up. Pump it up, and he'd go. And another time, I did this. He's in cars now, talking to people. Yeah, and then Jay Leno does a show about cars. <laughs> Why do you have? What's your beef with him? He never hurt you. But, but? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure that's true. Why do people have to? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hit in the closet once. You know what did bother me? I figured out, and, I, and I, why do I have to keep it a secret? Why am I obsessed with talking about it every time it comes up? It's okay to talk about something every time it comes up. You just can't act like you don't care about it. Cause, because I rooted for him. I figured that out about a, about a year ago. You rooted ago. for Jay Leno? In the be- no, no, not with that. In the beginning. Like, I liked Jay Leno. And then he would do it. I go, well, maybe when he gets comfortable over there. Like, I always rooted. And I, there was another time, even like two years ago, he was doing something. Or he was doing uh, performance on Fallon. And every time, because he was a nice fucking guy. So I, was, I didn't have anything against him. I was like, I want him to go and found and do the old Jay Leno. We all say that. And I thought, and then I, so when you're rooting for someone that you know has it in them, you get fucking bummed at best. And he goes on, and I swear it's like this conversation happened. Like he goes, well, if I'm going to go on, I, you know, I really want to be able to put time into it. I want to go out there and like do old Letterman. That's what he should be saying. Somebody goes, nah, just do old shit. And he went, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. <laughs> And that's exactly what he did with no sarcasm. Went right to prostate jokes and just shit. Oh, Jay, come on. Like, I was rooting for you one more time. Do you, are you that? Should you take away your... Are you that unaware of shit? What happens? You don't have to write a monologue every night now. I get it. I get it when you got to do a monologue. You could have gone out there. I wanted you to be so fucking good and have turned to everybody and go, Yeah, that's the Jay that we used to see. Nah. <laughs> have some self-respect. <laughs> Someone needs to slap him, throw ice water in his face, and go, Jay! Do we? He's doing okay. Well, you know, these are creative... He, he did okay. These are creative discussions, not... Th- I think it sucks because you can be... Why? You can be so fucking wealthy in this business and have the respect of your peers. It happens a lot. That's, a, that's actually a positive thing, that a lot of people do really well and do create... and have Name cr- one. Critical acclaim and the respect of their peers? Name one. Well, it's not like Letterman was doing bad. Right? Did I, did I answer that two. right? Name <laughs> two. Okay. <laughs> well, I forgot the question I asked. I did. I, I, the fresh air got to me. And I'm embarrassed. Okay. And, I'm, and I'm sorry. And I owe you an apology. I'll, take, I'll accept that I apology. was in a good conversation, and I, and I got lost. I have to leave soon. I know. We're going in. My question for you is, what did you want to talk about zanies? You had a question about zanies Oof. earlier. I don't want to be. No. It's a the, great. I love it. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I want to get... I, what I did said, you want me to I do? I said some things jokingly, and, I, and I, I think they took it out of context. It's an institution. Wait I a just, minute. You said some things prior on the... I did. Uh, I, why do I want to repeat it again? That's what I have to ask myself. For what reason? I said it once. Is it... For what? I just didn't know if it would fire you up. I... I, I that's my home club. And I'll uh, be going back there. Uh, in fact, as a matter of fact, uh, Todd, I appreciate you bringing up Zanny. Thank you. Uh, well, it's a good club. People hang on. <laughs> October 22nd, I'll be at the uh, doing a live Never Not Funny at the uh, Zanies in Rosemont. Oh, okay. Matt Belknap and I will be out there. A live Never Not Funny taping. 1.30 in the afternoon. Matinee. Wow. Matinee. Do you darken it up in there a little or do you keep it bright? Yeah, we open up all the windows. Yeah, I can imagine. And we just no, let that imagine. sun come yeah, through. I, I you I could ass see fuck. You. Yeah, well, I could fucking see you doing it right now. 
so bright in there. I would get so mad. I would walk around and yell at Matt and you. I love a bright show. Right? Let's brighten it up. Let's you know, it's, it's too dark in here. I wish it was bright outside. I, you know what? I should brighten it up. Here's what we're going to do right now. <laughs> like a mole. My eyes can't take it. Remember on your show I yelled so loud some woman, uh, what'd she do, call the police? No, she said left a note. She said that it sound, she came in, she, it, it, it sounded like somebody was being murdered. She was very, very scared. Okay, guess what we thought. Did, why didn't you call the police? Yeah. So you didn't think anyone was getting murdered. Let's, can we eliminate that unless you're sicko? Would you really, would you, if you heard that kind of you yelling like an asshole, I would have called would the police. Would you immediately call the police or would you maybe walk the four feet and go, hey, I'm going to make sure nobody's being murdered so I don't look like a fool when the cops show up? I'll tell you why she was not a nice person. Because Asian? <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Because I think that's offensive. <laughs> you just close on that, right? I would. I think you do. Oh, Jesus Christ. Come on. You just go. You, you bring in this. You score the 30 seconds out. But you know what? i gotta, I got to plug some dates. i got to plug some dates. We plug the dates, and we make it beautiful. All right. Go. What do you want to talk right now? about? Yes. Uh, August the 14th. And don't hurry. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you something. But I, I want, we are closing. I want people. We are, but we're going to close with your dates and show them the respect they deserve. Because when people listen to the show, I'm telling you, if he gives a date... And you're thinking, should you go? That's what always happens. Should I go? I wanted to go. Fucking go. And you're going to be like, I'm so glad I went. You are. It's fucking great. Everyone. The live podcast. They are great. So here's the dates. Can we turn the music up so they can barely hear me? Listen, you stupid asshole. I'm listening? No. <laughs> uh, August the 14th. We're doing a live Never Not Funny at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona. Would you like reverb? Uh, no. Okay. No August reverb. the uh, August the eighteenth, we're doing a uh, live never enough funny in Burbank, California, as part of the Burbank Comedy Festival. Wow. On August the twentieth, I'll be up in San Francisco at Doc's Lab, an evening of crowd work and storytelling with Jimmy Pardo. And then that aforementioned October twenty second, we're going to be at the Zanies in Rosemont, doing a live never not funny. This is two thousand sixteen. That's right. That's for when people listen later; they don't get confused. Yeah, and we run don't... up to Rosemont. I what? had that happen once. No, it didn't. Well, tell Oliver I said hi. I will. He'll wave you. Last night was a lot of fun, honestly. Your birthday party. I, I was at his birthday party last night. It was so much fun. All right. Anything else you want to promote? No, that's it. I just wanted to get those dates out. That's you want to give a shout out to Matt Belknap? I just did. Matt Belknap and I will be doing some live shows. He's a good uh, my co-host over there at Never Not Funny. NeverNotFunny.com. We just had Amber Rose on. She was just on the program. We'll be back. Oh, I thought we were done. We are. Oh, my God. We're back. We're back. It's the Todd Glass Show. Let's do it through the room. There's a barn. It's a barn. What a barn. What a barn. Only funny people go there. Shut up. do a little show It's the Todd Glass Show, everybody. I'm not shitting around. Look at that. Oh, there's music. We have a special dancing. And a lot of podcast people with the bells and whistles, the bubbles, lights, and smoke. When Shut up! Hear Todd Glass do the intro. Hey everybody, it's Todd Glass! Everybody's ready for the show. Come on! They want to hear their favorite guests. Hey, hey, do hey! The bits they love the best. And they hear a rumble on the drum. 
quiet. Bill here, yeah. Just you. <laughs> wow, now that's an opening. Why would anybody do anything different? Joe, do not leave the show. I will quit. Seriously. And I'll give you your address. Don't, if you were thinking, I feel bad for him. Hi, uh, by the way, this is the after show with Todd Glass. I'm Todd Glass. Wait, this isn't the real show? No, no, no. This is the after show. I'm sorry, sir. Oh. Did you think it was the real well, show? Well, I mean, I just saw, like, the lights and the bubble machine and the music. Like, I thought it was, oh, like, you a thought, really, oh, like, real no, show. Th- this is just the after show. So, you wait, should this see is the- just the after show? How good is the real fucking well, show, then? Well, oh. we, don't, we wouldn't wow. call this a show what you saw. That'd be embarrassing. Oh, my God. I'm not, do other shows do that? What other podcasts well, do? Yeah, what like, is your name, sir? Are- no, wait a second. Here, I'm not a moron. Is this somebody... That we know that's in the audience tonight. That looks like. Are you Duncan? You look oh, like. Yeah, yeah, hi. He's been here Duncan. before. Yeah. Yeah, you're a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, hi. I'm I wanted you to say no, you weren't. It's funner that way. <laughs> oh, Wait, I'm you Richie, look. I'm Richie Pebbleton. Oh, Richie Pebbleton. <laughs> now, what do these other podcasts do? They just. They. they uh... Well, you know, like they just have like the microphones. So I have like you have microphones. Oh, here, yeah, sure. Then, like, you need microphones. They have headsets, and then like they have a guest. And or if, two. where's their band? Um, yeah, they don't usually have them. Oh, where's the producer? What's his table with behind plexiglass? He, sometimes if they do have one at all, like he sits at the same table. Ah, shut up! <laughs> yeah. He, he sits at the table. Don't be stupid. What producer sits at the table? That's not a real show if a producer oh, sits course. at the table. No, that's not a real show. Oh, hello, I'm the producer. I got two guys in here that do radio for 35 years. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop it, stop it, stop it. You guys answer. You've been doing radio 35 years. Producer, isn't he behind a piece of plexiglass in another room? Because that's what... Because it's real radio. No, that's what they do. So you now you're saying what? Maybe I misheard you. The, the producer sits at what? Yeah, like they sit at the same table. It's oh like come on, now they yeah, sit at the same know. table. No, no, I'm just. I thought this. Fuck off. This I want to hear. That's not a real if show. You're gonna make yeah, when, when I, if you're gonna make something up, when I was little, I did. I played with a walkie-talkie. It was a fake box. Okay, I get it. But I, 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 if you have a show, you can't just sit at the. The, the producer sits at the table. Well, yeah, that's why I was surprised. Like, I thought this was the actual. No, no, no. This would I would never drop. This as a show. This is a like. This is going in the garbage. This is. (laughs) (laughs) We record this specifically for that purpose. What if Aristotle goes, Todd? I thought you never. I didn't think you knew. (laughs) I never posted any of these after. I want to play you something here. Oh Jesus! I feel great right now. Jerry Evans is here. Yeah. Just want to be known as the Glenner. People that listen to you said, what's the Fairbanks, Alaska? Man, I just remember never knowing what it was like to. I remember you picked me up in a Subaru station wagon, I think. I liked it. I was like, yeah, this guy gets it. Oh, you know, uh, uh, the other. And then the, remember when I came to your house for dinner? You had dog. Glenn, you had that dog that's crazy trained. Dexter, right? It's, yeah, it's a great dog. He, I, he probably. He, is he still alive? No, he's passed. He's passed. Yeah, you mentioned him on my. Oh, I did, I did. You did a, a, a roast on my 50th birthday. And he, w- and, I, and he was so trained to the point of like, you know, uh, you can tell a trained dog is usually, a dog that does that much is usually a love dog. That's how they get him to do it. Very rarely do they say, and if he doesn't do it, you hit him. <laughs> you know, you just got to apply that to kids. It's not fucking, it's not difficult. It's funny, no trainer. There's never any training where they go, oh, no, if they don't do it, it's so funny. Dolphins, animals, seagulls. There you go. Is there hitting? It sounds silly. Yeah, yeah, you hit it. That's how you have an incredible bond and you get, get it to do things that it would never do before you hit it. Because that, that embraces the trust. No, 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 no seeing eye dogs are ever hit. 
um, in the curriculum. So anyway, what were we talking about? Fairbanks, Alaska. Oh, so Fairbanks, Alaska. And, um, uh, oh, Glenn's dog. Yeah, so he's that type of train. Like, he did some crazy stuff. And the, but the, moving past the dog, you made this thing that it was so good, and you guys finally had to... It was a halibut And they had to break and tell me what it was, because whatever it was, it was so amazing. I wouldn't stop talking about it. It was just... It had the, it was very pleasing in a lot of areas. Spicy, but not too spicy. And then it was the fish. And then they, later they finally go, look, we got to tell you. What was the recipe, basically? Oh, it was, it was, basically, it was basically like, uh, I think uh, it's just like a, a mayo and garlic cream. And you put some dill on it. And you crunch up a bunch of potato chips and throw it over the fish. <laughs> and you throw out the fucking... Uh, uh, Doritos. Oven. Excuse me. It was Doritos. It was Doritos. Well, I used... But I would use... Gua- I would change it up. The guacamole chips, I found, were even better over... It, they would add a crunch <laughs> wow. when you cook the halibut. Yes. It's amazing. And it was this... It, was it had a little bit of a crunch. And this tangy. And it was just so good. And, and then, then the clean piece of the, fish. And then you fucked it up because you made it when you came home. But what you did wrong was you took all the fixins and you mixed the chips in with I it. I did. I thought you took mayonnaise and everything and I mixed the chips in. Good memory. I remember you you mentioning that to my wife when we came down and saw you at the improv and she freaked you out front. She hit on me. Do you remember that? She came out and said, you don't (laughs) even... No, she said, get away from me. No, she said, you don't remember me, do you? One night up in Fairbanks and you looked at her and you went, what? What? Because you kind (laughs) of recognized her face because it had been a few years since you... And then you saw me come out and she started smiling. Oh, yeah. Maria, 25 years. Wow. Listen. Um... I didn't like her saying you don't remember me. What type of broad is this? Makes me feel bad. I mean, obviously, I'm a nice person. Make it sound like you're some weird one night thing. That's, oh, I like that. Yeah, I know. That's what you, it helps me. I think I might she, ask her to do that now that I think about it. You kind of noticed her and recognized her for someone, but you couldn't remember. Yeah. So that's when she fucked with you. Well, let me tell you something. I never got over that. <laughs> no, seriously, I can call my shrink. No, no, I mean it like. Um, but I. Uh, I remember how that. I remember that dog. I love that dog at your house. And then I remember just kept telling your. I'm like, this is so good. And then finally, it, you because you, uh, you don't want to say what it is because you might take away from. But it does. Hey, who gives? It's so stupid. It's ridiculously good. Like if you, I'm gonna put the recipe on our Facebook page. How do you like that? Huh? I'll send it to you. We'll call it. What's your wife's name again? Maria, I cooked it. That was my. That's my. Why do you have? Why can't you let Maria have a little attention? She's a horrible cook. <laughs> she is. She is. She told me. She's horrible. That's she said. She goes. I burnt the chocolate. She goes. I burnt the Oreo cookies. I go. You're not supposed to cook them. She goes. That's how bad I am. <laughs> Hello, your mother. Hello, your father. Hello, Valentine. Give me this guitar. Give me that guitar. Give me the guitar. Yeah, I'll strum oh, this baby. Are you going to play that? <laughs> yeah, what do I give a shit? Oh, you're good. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You want me to, what do you want me Have to sing? Have you been taking lessons? Nah, I'm just, just your, my, I, you just play what you think. Oh, that's good. I like that. You like Johnny Cash? Yeah, I you love Johnny like, Cash. Just, you will play a Johnny Cash yeah. song on the guitar? Yep. Oh, this is a I'm not scared. You ready? I'm going to sing right now. I hear the train a-coming. It's a-rolling round the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since. I don't, I don't know when. Well, Can you put some reverb in my voice? And time keeps dragging on. Oh, it sounds good. 
Sing louder. But that train Closer to the mic. I'm giving you good direction. I thought you were singing. No, no, I, I the cat's out of the bag. Go, can you do more? I like it. Let me tell you something. Don't ever stop singing unless you're told to. <laughs> no, that's just a good order in life because it means people are enjoying it and you never want to stop. It, uh, excuse me? What is your name? Are you Tommy, the same? Are Tommy you, Timbleton. Tommy Timbleton. <laughs> Why? Yeah, you invited. Why? No, I saw the sign at the end of the street block. It said podcast after show happening down here. So (laughs) I just figured I'd stroll in and like see what it was all about. Well, I like your guitar styles. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I'm glad I let you borrow it. And like, why? 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 (laughs) Why did God invent Domino's Pizza? (laughs) Why? Well, to come. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, 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 to punish mankind for its complacency during the Holocaust. <laughs> James Adomian is so fucking mad at him because he does this impersonation so good. I've never heard him yell like this before. He calls me up. Who's this fucking raw potato? He called him. I don't even know what that means. Oh, is that inappropriate? I think it is. He goes, who's this raw potato coming in here? He goes, I'm about to launch my new... Uh, Neil Hamburger impersonation and you know and do it and then this guy comes in he thinks he's so good what do you get when you ah, cross so Elton John with is this a, a nice one tiger what do you get I hope it, it better be nice well I don't know but you better keep it away from your ass <laughs> <laughs> but hey that's my life mm. <laughs> give me that guitar I'll fuck around with it I don't give a shit Strum the fuck out of this thing. Hey, can you put some reverb in my voice, please? I. Michelotto spelate, bumpature, lavante, slip it up, repetum, michelotto. Rende, sarabombe, saradoce, saradoce, valamoce, sa, matcha, caradalata. I'm having a nervous breakdown. Wait, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Caller one. Did you memorize that from your bar mitzvah? I baruch atad anoy. No, no. All I know from my bar mitzvah, but I've done it before, two things. Baruch atad anoy lehenu melchalama mitzim. Not that much I remember. And then gadolu ladonoy iti in aroma moshimo yachdov. And then I know baruch atad anoy. I don't know the bread thing. Gross. Religion will have to eventually come to an end. Anyway. Sounds like it's on its way. Well, it's man-made, so let's stop it. We're all the same, and that's easier. There's no difference. We'll still get to eat different foods. We'll still get to eat different foods. People from different areas will have different foods because of what grew there. We'll still get to have... Life will be okay. You won't have to let go of all the fun stuff. We can still have Christmas, and we don't have to make pretend. And you don't have to worry about the wrath of God. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Until he comes and strikes you down... Till he comes and strikes you down because the good God. Come on, he what? Give me some of the, the actual Elvis. I know how to do it. Elvis Presley. Play the real Elvis Presley. Play the real one. In this day and time, you can't even get sick. Yeah, you can't you even get strung sick. Out. Strung out. This is fun, right? Oh, by God, I'll tell you something, we'll Brad. Do this. I have never been we have to strung think out. I've never been strung out a day of my life. Except on music. Yeah. 
It's true, Elvis. When you, when I got sick here in the hotel, uh, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They would let me perform from three different sources. I say what I was strung out. I was strung what out. What year was this? This was 1978. I swear no, to God. No, 74. I'm making it up. Strung out. What? Well, boys, he probably was. That's the sad part. The band just had the fam for him. That's what they would do. The band would just play behind them. My sister, my sister's brother, and I was sick. Yeah, I had the flu. Maybe I did take a baby aspirin. Yeah, I steal yours from last week. That's how good they were. Yeah, now you got to think of new ones. That makes it harder. Easier for me and harder for you, and that's what's called growth. No, I might have been dehydrated, but yeah. I've never been strung out a day I'm, in my life. I've never been strung out a day in my life. And you saying I was, that's disrespectful to not only me and Priscilla and my... Uh, dermatologist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you something. Not only is that disrespectful to me, my dermatologist, but the girl who does accounting for a few of those companies down there. And there's a and there's an eye doctor there. I went to once. I go in there. They're very nice to me, and that hurts him. My optometricist and my baby Priscilla. My Priscilla's her daughter, and a friend of mine, Lisa, who used to come around hang out with us. And I tell you what, my sister's brothers, cousins, friends, nephews, mother-in-laws, sister. I used to cut her lawn. Well, her brother-in-law's sister isn't doing too good after she heard this. And I ain't speaking to you, but... I ain't speaking who, to you. Whoever wrote these things about me, I'll punch his baby. I'll pun- I, and I don't mean to be rude, but I will punch your baby. No, I have to do it. Strung out. I was never strung out a day in my life. Are strung you out. Lonesome I'm going to break tonight. your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. I'm gonna break your goddamn neck, you <laughs> son of a bitch. They applauded. Thank you, you're a lovely audience. Thank you. Let me tell you something, my brother-in-law's, my brother-in-law's friend of his that owns a bank, he might be, have this affect him in some way, whether you believe it or not. And my accountant is definitely upset. And the woman that brought me a sandwich tonight before the show seemed distressed. Never been strung out a day of my life. Blah, blah, blah. I'll tell you the truth. I, I skipped out. breakfast this morning, but I ain't never been strung out a day of my life. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm gonna be honest with you. I had a, a half of a five-hour energy drink, and my doctor told me it wasn't good for me. But I never been strung out a day of my life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I can't have one sip of coffee without folks saying I was on the heroin. All I had was a cup of chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Because I was, I had the sniffles. Yeah, I had the flu. These bellhops, bimbos, and bimfucks. <laughs> Those dipty doodle dumb fucks that carry your luggage up to your room. This I was strung out. Now I'm not talking to you people, so don't you be nervous. Meanwhile, the crowd's probably horrified. <laughs> oh, they're probably in the first row. Oh my God, I think Elvis is gonna shoot somebody. You know, he was, he wasn't stable at the time. Right now. I think he's strung out. That was the mother in the audience. Everybody, play the song. I'll be Elvis. You all be the people in the crowd saying, "I think he's strung out." Keep playing the betting. Or whatever. It's called betting music, everybody, not betting, but with a D. I guess they call it because cause someone emailed me. They go, I, I always hear you say betting. No, it's betting. Like in radio, they lay down a little what? music. I've been, I've been placing all my bets listening to this. This 
guy used to come down the Black Horse Motors, stick his lips in between, you know, because we had two doors there and they could open up to let the cars in. So even when they were closed, there was like three inches. He'd stick his lips in and he would yell like this. I said, go down and record him. We'd try to do our show and then he'd be, he'd be, we'd see him. He's putting his lips in there. But anyway, I know I've told that story every week and it's fun. So I like to tell it. It's fun to just go, oh, sure, because it's a great image. Now let's get back to my great show that I do. Because it is great. People are talking about it. People are starting to talk about it. I heard some articles. Glenn, what are you doing over there? What are you scrolling? I'm pretty sure if you have a little comment from Facebook. Oh, I like that. Shh, don't interrupt him. He's talking about my Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. Where's your wife? (gasps) Wait a second. Where's the music that we're supposed to play? Oh, there it is. No, that was there. That was there. It was there. Right, listen, let me do my show. I have it. Let me. Uh, can I get some reverb, please, there, Colonel? Thank you, baby. Ah. Strung out. Yeah, I was never strung out. I think he's. I think he's strung out. Oh yeah, let's do that. You're right. So I'm gonna say, and you're in the audience going, I think he's strung out right now. That's the bit we were gonna do. Okay. You is that the bit I thought of or you? I'm kidding. It was you. I can't take any credit. Now, who did think of that? Somebody thought of it. Let's see you how did. it goes. Did Duncan? Yeah, right. <laughs> ah. Eric Olsen's back. He's strung out. He's strung out. I've never been strung out. Okay, you're in the crowd. You have to be louder than you would normally be to make this work, but it's definitely, there's, the, the pulse is you hear the crowd talking about it, like they're aware of it, but you can let it breathe for like 10 seconds. Let them. My ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, I've never been as strong as this day in my life. I shout. I'm not talking to you, people. But if I find a silver bill, I would, ch- I would choke him to death. Oh my God! I think I'm not strung, strung out, out right now. Here's I've never been strung out. What is this strung out? I've never been strung out a day in my life. Okay, maybe I should be honest with you. Maybe I should be honest with you. I think he's talking. I think I had a. Maybe I did have a half of. Maybe I had a half of a. Children's aspirin because my gums were hurting. Oh, that doesn't do that to you. This guy is definitely strung out. Well, I've never been. I, you answer with logic, all that murmuring. I've never been strung out a day of my life. No, no. You're not strung out. Yeah, yesterday. yeah, we know Elvis does We know. You're definitely strung out. It's a known thing that Elvis does. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I've never been strung out a day of my life, not once. This guy needs to get help. Yeah, yeah. Like, like maybe I did. Maybe I did have some over-the-counter nose drops. If this guy doesn't no, seek no, medical attention, I never been. St- I never did a. Make it past forty-two. I never did a pill. I never took one pill. Oh, I think I mean, he took other more than one. Drugs. Just not taking a pill doesn't help. You can't get strung out. I don't think he knows. What's Only let fools rush in. And I can't help. I do like it when he's saying falling in love. Hey, if this is what strung out, falling in love with you. That's the hard fucking goddamn it! I hate that part. That's as good as Elvis does. Not on drugs. I can't wait. What's your name, man? Are you a ma'am or a woman? I don't know. What do I sound like? You sound like a 
a nice person. Thank you. See how I made that bit go nice? <laughs> Let's get rid of that. You know, Eric Olson, he moved out here. Then he had to go home and reorganize. Produced Henry Phillips special, which I thought was a good thing to do. And you have a little bit of money. What do you invest it in? Invest it in someone like Henry Phillips. What do you think I paid for that? Well, honestly, <laughs> well, I know that. Okay, that was a. You know what? I don't know to be honest. But do you want? If, no, but, no. Just go to uh, henryphillips.com, Watch the special. I'm going to say that was email me. I'm going to say that was a, a twenty-five between twenty-five and thirty thousand dollars special. But I don't want you to answer me because I don't want it. It's not my business. What Steve Farnotes? Go to henryphillips.com, Watch it and let me know. Steve Farnotes, By the way, sad news today on the uh, comedy front. Steve Finearts, a famous director. Yeah, he directed uh, Henry Phillips. Special. Directed Henry Phillips special. Also uh, put himself on the map years back when he did the Bitter Buddha, oh, and the also Buddha. Oh, wow, the yeah. Bitter Buddha. And then he went on to do very, very, yeah. really great stand-up specials and so much more. He had so much ahead of him. Today, at about he lost a long. Uh, uh, oh my! A, that's a, he that's... lost a uh, a long. He had a uh, he lost a quarter of his uh, pinky. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with that bit. I didn't want to make it negative. I was going to say he, like, he lost. Uh, if he died, oh, though, that would be good for the special. It would be. But he's, too, chi- <laughs> but he's too lazy. He's too lazy Steven, to kill himself. you're listening. No, let's not make jokes. There's certain things I don't make jokes about. You want to make jokes? You go fucking in your houses and you make them. But right now, my studio, <laughs> we don't make no shit jokes. Dude, there's a line. That's where I cross. That's where I cry. I don't, unless it's funnier than it is mean. But you guys, you're mean-spirited. Well, no, you're telling. <laughs> I'm not gonna run, 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 run from the bit. Run, 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 run from the bit. Big bang, boom, He goes. He moves back to. Uh, Where did he move back to? He moved back to uh, Boise. Boise, and then he made it back here. You know, and he comes back with it with like a salute of people waiting, happy he's back. Well, I wish I could come back, leave somewhere, and come back and feel like this is. Picture him just walking down the street. He's coming back to L.A. Oh, driving his car right past the uh, studio here, and then all of a sudden there's a guy in a flatbed starts singing this to him. He's just in a black suburban. This happened from the airport. There's a guy in a flatbed next to him. He goes, Eric. Welcome back to L.A. I want to entertain you as you're driving back to your new place where you're going to live. And it was Joe McKenzie on a flatbed with a full band, four pieces. Am I lying? You're not lying. And this is what happened. I think I know now what the show could use. Someone who's been missing for a while. I realized maybe he was gone too long, but he's moving out. Guys, honk in the horn. Oh yeah. Going home, There's a party. You're, you're, you're in the black suburban, honking your horn at the flatbed. Listen, you can hear it. There were so many people celebrating me. A truck was trying to get through, but the crowd of people could so get big. by. Yeah. Going home. 
at home, I could sing too. Joe's so mad. <laughs> no, because I'm like, play the Elvis music. He hears this. He's like, oh, that's bullshit. Give me some background music. Wise. In that range, I'm good. I guess I have songs. Can I have someone else take it home for me? Can you take, can you go louder than me? Wise men say, I don't know the word. Only fools. Only fools. Do I do good up to that point? No Neither bullshit. Did Elvis. Wise men say, only fools rush. That's it. There's eight seconds, and, I, and it can be bearable. So what am I doing? I... The rest of the That's song. all I want to do is this song. Maybe it was bad to my barber and his assistant. A lot of people ask why a barber needed an assistant. <laughs> Drop in. Drop in. I don't know. I'll break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. I'll break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitches. My lawyer's accountant, his sister, Barbara Mandrell's brother, had heard about this and put him in a funky mood. I was strong. Out. I was strong. Did he say? Uh, I never been strong. He'll out. rip your tongue out by the root. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's strung out. That guy's strung yeah. out. <laughs> that guy that says because that. Because it's not even if you're gonna. Even there are different ways even to killing people. That's a vile, horrible way. The nicest way to kill somebody is without hurting them. You know, I'll kill them with kindness. That's what I try to do every Kill them with time. kindness. That's kill, true. I told a girl. That is the nicest out. way. It is, I was strung out. Maybe one day. I do believe in killing them with kindness. There was a girl I didn't like once because she was rude, and I saw her punch her dog. Whenever I do a bit, I make that person real bad, so it doesn't make me look mean when I do to her. If I, can, if I go, oh, she used to kick her dog in the face. Oh, that's then, terrible. Yeah, well, you know what I did to her? It's like you have a wide range of what you can do to her without the, in the fake story, people getting feeling bad for her. No, she used to punch her dog in the face. No, I don't like this bit. Then leave. The, then leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Aristotle says then leave. Aristotle! But funny thing is he goes, then leave. In your own show, someone had to tell you to leave. Hey, if you're not, stop it if you're not enjoying it or leave. If, if you're, you're not enjoying it, we are, so leave. Leave. Well, then, wait, I am enjoying it. I may as well stick around. It put things in the perspective for me. Well, I've been too hard on myself. I've been too hard on myself. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess we have nothing left to talk about. What's that? Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to go into a close. We did a short after show tonight. I want to get some, I don't want to get you when you're dead tired when we leave. So we're, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, because uh, I'm a little hungry, to be honest with you. So let's, wow, this was a short after show. But you know what? I'm spent. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. Maybe we could close with a song. Would you do a song to close? Sure. Well, sorry, we don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I run a tight ship. It's a hard show to get on. We got hard cut. It's a hard show to get on. I make you feel... <laughs> I'm, you're, I'm asking you a favor. Then I go, no, you have to go through Katie. <laughs> no, I'm, it's just not my fault. I don't book the guests. Like, Aristotle's all up in my face. And I don't mean to use dated terms.
So Mute Valley Sounds. Mute Valley Sounds. Mute Valley Sounds. Mute Valley Sounds. Mute. I'd like to teach Mute Valley Sounds about some stuff I know. He'll do things that is listed on his website. That's the best way I can sing it because I don't fucking know. And if you... Oh, wait. Let's talk about something. Let's play um, a little bit of that, the song that I heard. So I came in here. Let's do... We're, gonna, we're going to a close. Give me, give me, give me, give me, uh, give me seven minutes. Um, but uh, what is it that you're, uh, you're something that you wanted to say? Yeah, uh, well, you said you wanted to play the song. That yeah, I want to play it because you, you were playing it the other day and you mixed it. What did, what did you basically do with this? What was your involvement? Yeah, I'll tell so you why I, I ask. I, I recorded being serious, to George Carr. I recorded and produced this, this song that I had playing. Uh, what do you, what's that mean? What does that mean? Uh, so I, I met this, this girl, Annalise. And okay, that's personal. I don't want to hear about it. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Gross. Gross. We don't need the details. Oh, we don't need the details. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Wow. Oh, so Boo his story. Boo his story. Boo his Sexism lives. Sexism lives. All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I heard her, I her music, and, and I decided that I, I wanted to, to take on a project of hers and do a full EP, uh, a full like product of start to finish. Gross. Kind of sound space sort don't, of thing. Don't get out Gross. of line. So anyway, but here's the, here's the long story short as we go and feel close. So he was playing it the other day. It's, I think it was the best compliment he could get. I just walked in to hear, and it was playing, and I went, who is this? I really like it. And I did, because I also liked it that it sounded like I like, especially when I'm smoking, Especially, I like the clean, clean, you know, I don't like too much going on. I just, and it sounded really clean, like literally with not a lot of instruments, but also the, the, the quality of it. And I went, I like it. And he goes, oh, thanks, I did it. You know what I thought? You can't, oh, we talked about this last week. You, that was luck. You didn't do that on purpose, though, that way, right? No. That's a good way to find out if people, you just don't say anything. We agree, I'm okay with people doing that, we agreed. If they just play something, and honestly, if, if you give it criticism, they don't go, well, it's mine. No, then you have to shut up and they never can know. I'm going to sing over it. I'm going to add some reverb. Just creative, you know, like my own little spin on it. But I like it. Get it ridiculous. It's it's not... I really like that. And also, I didn't like what Aristotle did with the reverb because you have it, it, it's perfect, and he plays it, and he's rude. Well, he's disrespectful. He doesn't because he grew up privileged. He grew up privileged. That's if your name's Aristotle, you don't have the, you don't you know, not that many people tell you what not to do. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, I wanted that much reverb in it, but Whoa, we couldn't afford name. it in the budget. My name's Aristotle. I'm like the president. Oh, oh. that's what my mom always told like me. It. All right, listen. That's me. 
Um, so what, where do people go to download some of her songs? Uh, SoundCloud.com slash official Annalise. Can you sound, what is it again? SoundCloud.com slash, slash official Annalise. So I think to close the show, number one, do you feel, uh, is everything good? Is there anything you wanted to discuss? I'm good. So we'll close with a song. This was a fun after show. Oh, we didn't, I have to do this. I have to do this. <coughs> what song are you going to close with? Uh, Hotel Yorba, I guess. Can it be uh, like a, 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 a 45 second version? Sure. A minute. Sure. Do two minutes. Have fun. What do Three I give a, a shit? Three and a half minutes. Stretch. And then <laughs> I'm stretching. Then I'm stretching you. This. Uh, well, sometimes we'll sing these weird songs, or not weird songs. We'll just sing. And I said someone put music to it. So they did it for Eddie Pepitone singing "Welcome to My Neighborhood." The guy scored it with music. I'm a little bit out of it, so I'm not probably speaking clearly. You know, he, he basically, we sing with no music in the studio, and he put music to it. But he didn't just put music to it. He really did a nice job. He, he, he made Eddie's, like, beautiful. It's, like, it's beautiful, you know. He did, and it wasn't just adding music. It was changing, I'm sure, shortening things, stretching things out. I'm sure he manipulated a lot, but in a good way. Because, you know, Eddie, fucking that guy. Anyway, um, he, then we were messing around the other day, and I said, put music to that, goddammit. And he sends this in. It was, him, it was him singing a little bit as a puppet. I introduced him, and then I started just fucking around. But he and took the... This was during the show with Paco Romain. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Lori Pasquale. It's not really her. I didn't know what to call his fake puppet voice he was doing. So he has a, he has a sock on his hand or something, a piece of paper. Five seconds. Won't you come on Miracles, I guess. Happen now and See, he sounds. So thank you very much. Is that real applause? Give him a lot of reverb. Ridiculous amounts. I know what I'm doing. Totally coming through the headphones. Thank I you. Was watching hey, Duncan, let me, let me give you a proper intro. Oh, excuse me. No, excuse you. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that's no. the best he's ever played the first part of thank you for <laughs> Thank you for doing this. <laughs> thank you for doing this, coming by. I don't want to act like I'm just throwing to you. Appreciate you doing this. Chris Farron, i got to fucking roll out the red carpet when he comes in. You're just as talented, like you said. And uh, No, you're always saying, you know, Chris Farron... But uh, can I tell you something? Cut your hair short, put a clean part in it, and I think it's going to help you. <laughs> but I'm just saying. But you always said I had good hair. Of course I do, but you need to trim it up a little. Oh. Thank you for singing. <laughs> I was watching with one eye on the other side. I got 15 people telling me to move. I got moving on my mind. I found shelter. 
in some tossing wheels around. I said that the nine times that I love you to the beauty I have found. Well, it's one, two, three, four, take the elevator at the hotel. You're probably glad to see you later. All I got inside is a vacancy. Well, I've been thinking of a little place down by the lake. They got a dirty old road leading up to the house. I wonder how long it will take till we're alone. Sitting on the front porch of their home Stomping our feet on the wooden boards Well, you never gotta worry about locking the door Cause it's a one, two, three, four Take the elevator at the hotel Yo, Bobby, glad to see you later All they got inside is a vacancy It might sound silly Yeah, for me to think childish thoughts like these Oh, but I'm so tired of acting tough Well, I'm gonna do what I please Let's get married In a big cathedral by a priest Cause if I'm the man that you love the most I say I do at least Well, it's a one, two, three, four Take the elevator at the hotel Your Bobby, glad to see you later All they got inside is a vacancy Four, five, six, seven, grab your umbrella Grab hold of me, cause I'm your favorite fella Got inside, is a vacancy Wow That was great Wow, that was really good Thank you That was great, I love that It's you I like It's not the things you wear It's not the way you do your hair But it's you I like The way you are right now The way down deep inside you Not the things that hide you Not your toys They're just beside you But it's you I like Every part of you Your skin, your eyes, your feelings Whether old or new And I hope that you'll remember Even when you're feeling blue That it's you I like It's you yourself It's you It's you I like Now leaving Nerdist.com.